In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasting goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet right right now at this very moment i am your host detective mark smarks and i am joined as always by my partners in crime fighting starting off district attorney vincent k fabe what's going on man how are you i had the crap scared out of me while we were doing the intro i don't know if you saw in the little screen down below that tells you what i'm doing while we're waiting um my kid just just like Woke up and came down here and was like right here. <laughs> Tell me, just just far enough away to make me go, oh jeez. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I was I, I had it all excited to tell everybody about how there were only uh, what was it twenty about twenty viewers or twenty uh, subscribers away from uh, our wrestling match, our uh, bra and panties match. Yep, just, um, it looks like I don't know. I don't think we're gonna make it. I, they got three days. Three days. Well, don't they have three days, one hour, and 18 minutes as of this second right now. Yep, they're not going to do it. You, you're going to screw drive them to do it? I don't think they're going to do it. I just don't think they are. Just saying. Got to get to the subscribers. Yeah. so that. By the way, this is the temporal screwdriver. Thank you your very much. boobies. My boobies and your boobies can touch, but where I bought my panties, my panties, I think we're safe with like just uh, like boxer shorts, right? Boxer briefs. I like, guess. I, don't have to go I mean, I, we're we're right? winging it on this thing if it happens to happen. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ambrosia yeah, thinks we're safe. Like we got this. We're safe yeah, yeah. for it. All, so I, I think she says we got this. Like we're gonna get it. No, that's my point. That's it. she yeah. thinks it's safe. Bet yeah, like that's what I would the, say. The other twenty are going to happen. Also joining us from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? Not much. Not much. Not much. Uh, or you know, we just have um, three days to create twenty accounts and follow you on Twitch. <laughs> Knew I forgot to do something this weekend. <laughs> if you have that kind of free time, um, I do. I do. I mean, it's what is that? Time. That's, that's all like eighteen minutes time. a day. Like it's not really that hard. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> doing it as we speak. Create a whole bunch of create a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> multitasking at its finest. Congratulations to Google on your additional twenty uh, Gmail accounts and <laughs> Twitch on your additional twenty Gmail. Uh, I know I'm going to use different emails just in case Google somehow fucks me over. <laughs> Like they start tracking your IP or something. That's it. It's like, nope, nope. Twitch will be like, this is not a follow. This is not a follow. Fuck off. Because they do do that for YouTube. The, if you try and follow your stuff, if you try and follow your stuff. Now? Do-do. They do do. They do do. 
Hey, Everyone right, can you guys you. hear me okay? Even you. Dude, hey, we can hear you fine. Hey, right. we hear you fine, unfortunately. Fernando! Oh, that was my gift to you, buddy. Mm. Fernando! Fernando! What's up, buddy? Fernando! So... Uh, before we get into talking wrestling crimes and all of that stuff, uh, remind everyone, Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Link is in the doobly-doos for tatnusco.com, so you can head on over there after the show uh, and uh, see all the other shows on the network and then come back here for the next one. We do live stream twice weekly. That's Sunday nights and Tuesday nights. Um, uh, we recommend you follow us on Twitch because that's when our live stream happens. Um, even more frequently, we do some Twitch exclusive. Fernando, like, get yourself yeah. a Twitch account live and in the follow next three them. days. Twenty more subscribers, and we have a bra and panties match live exclusively on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that'll be a fun one. But uh, Marks and me, just us two. I don't know. I don't know where the other guy went. Yeah, I'll be back. Oh, she messed up the link. I got to take that off there. <laughs> I don't know. That looks right to me. Uh, looks, yeah, it looks right to me too. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, oh fuck! I, maybe she was just trying to get an oh fuck. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. But we'll also likely be doing at least one. Uh, How one... is Woody Woodpecker at gmail.com taken? Because Woody Woodpecker is a very popular cartoon. But it's with a T. It's Woot Woot. Like Woot Woot. So it's W-O-O-T-Y. W-O-O-T. obviously somebody who's who's a wee bit horny. I I guarantee you that's exactly what it comes down to. It's it's an old, old cartoon that people make a pun based off of. Nah, that's fair. You know? That's fair. Version one of the Offox. So, Anyways, oh, so before we start recapping anyways, the news, this uh, the reason I mentioned Twitch is this coming weekend there's a good chance that we will live stream probably multiple times on Twitch exclusive because it is a f- it is it's almost like WrestleMania weekend this coming weekend. Uh 20 hours of wrestling this week. I'm fucking mm-hmm. kind of excited and not excited all at the same time. Not watching all yeah. of it. Got my own because <laughs> we've got, of course, three hours of Raw, two hours of NXT 2.0, two hours of Dynamite, two hours of SmackDown, one hour of Rampage, uh, and then we've got uh, three hours of Clash. Three hours of Clash at the Castle, at least. Uh, two to three hours of Worlds Collide, uh, depending oh, yes. on exactly how long that Not is. Worlds Collide. And then uh, three plus hours of uh, All Out. Um, this is going to be... Not, not to be confused fuck. with the ludicrous song. All yeah. Out. All right, I'm sorry. Well, it is going to be ludicrous, is what it's going to be. What night is Worlds Collide on? It's uh, Sunday. Sunday afternoon. It's Sunday a noonie. Yep. So we have we have Clash of the Castle Sunday evening, all mm-hmm. out Saturday night. Uh, and Clash of the Castle is, I think it's actually Sunday afternoon or Friday after Saturday afternoon. But give me one second, because it's in Wales. Uh, oh, that's right. It's Welsh, isn't it? 
And so I believe it's, yeah, it starts 1 p.m. Eastern, so that'd be 2 p.m. Saturday? No, 1 p.m. Eastern would be noon Central, right? Yes. Mm, yes. Noon Central. Noon Central on Saturday, yes. On Saturday. And then then Sundays, so so I have to watch two premium television events, i.e. pay-per-views, Saturday. Um, no, and because it's Clash of the Castle on Saturday, and then World's Clyde is Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and then we got All Out is Saturday. And then we have All uh, All Out Sunday. No, All Out is Sunday. Oh, yeah. So Clash, uh, World's Clyde will actually lead into All Out. Uh, probably not directly, because... Um, let's see. Let's find the start time specific for it, because I want to say it's like noon or two as well, but... Uh, da, da, da. World, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, so 3 Central, uh, which then will go to, I mean, it'll be pretty close, depending on how long it takes, but it'll be probably done around 6 Central, and then 7 Central is going to be the start for All Out. So Sunday's going to be the busier day. Like I don't know if we're going to live stream reaction to all of it. Uh, I know for a fact that on Saturday, DA Fabe would probably not be here for the live stream for uh, World uh, for Clash at the Castle because um, I'll be working. Usually works on Saturdays, and uh, you know, I mean, I while. Too. <laughs> While uh, depending on how busy they are at his particular job, he may be able to check in on it and and watch some parts of it. He certainly would not be able to live stream and and uh, all that. It's and JLB looks like so. If anyone live streams Class of the Castle, it'll be me. And I don't. I can't. Don't even think I can guarantee that. So, uh, Worlds Collide might be something we live stream because that. Theoretically, could be um, the game changer for NXT uh, in the fact that reports have it. Well, not even reports, but it's been reported that um, this will be the end for NXT UK for the time being. And that all of the NXT UK will be merged into regular NXT. uh, And then NXT Europe will be launched later six months from now or whatever, as a whole new entity. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how many NXT UK people are making the jump this Sunday uh, at Worlds Collide. Lots of streaming on Twitch this week. Man, boy, folks, you want a really good way to to kick all that off. Imagine if Friday night there was a live Twitch stream of you know, I drive my happy little butt to little butt, big butt to Omaha or Lincoln, and I have a bra and panties match right there with Mr. Smarks himself. Whew, that'd be a lot of fun. A lot of fun, buddy. That would be what it's like when worlds collide. Oh, you're ready Last one. Let's get that out of the way. There's obviously a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Last one. All right. We got a guy who may or may not still be with NXT, but Odyssey Jones. I 
think. I think he's, I think he's still there. Still there. We have one half of index. Indy Hartwell. Indy. She's so pity. I didn't mean to dex. Don't fucking come kill me. We have, um, I don't know who's. Who the fuck is this? What yeah. a fucking terrible pose for Kevin Owens. This yeah. Part of this like, frog splash. There's way better ways to do that. <laughs> I'm sure do. I have a feeling JLB will not be flying to Nebraska in a sexy ref shirt. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I wish that would be awesome. I'd do it. I'd love to. That'd be great. That's a. But that's a, a very good. No. Prismatic, prismatic entrance. Yes. <laughs> I'm still pissed. I can't find those at any store here in Omaha. You know, um, apparently the trade the uh, collector card market has gone through the fucking roof. I, I I understand that, but again, when I was in in Kearney, three hours west of here. Uh, a month ago, the Carney Target had like 80 of them on the shelf. It was an entire shelf full of them. There's not a single one here in Omaha. I've checked at every Target. I've checked at every Walmart. I'm just telling you that I have had coworkers get phone calls from from other other people saying, hey, will you check in that town? And see if they have football cards or if they have basketball mm-hmm. cards. Like it's not any particular thing that's that's in high demand. All cards are in high demand right now. Yeah, for but God I've, only knows why. I've even gone into the local collectible card store here and asked them, and and no, they they they've got like 2019 WWE cards. Snatch those up. Maybe those and uh, and and that's it. Well, they're all priced like twenty dollars a pack because now they're collectors. They're only three years old. Well, I don't know what's happened that this market has done this with. Hey, everybody, hit us up in the DMs um, or in the uh, in the chat. You hit us up in the DMs if you're watching afterward. Um, at our individual links down at the bottom. Tell us if you're one of these crazed lunatic collectors that's making it impossible to find them. Um, we don't mean lunatic in a bad way. But it is hard to find cards, so don't buy them in our towns. Yeah. yeah. I finally went to Walmart, got all excited, and no cards. Nothing in Montreal. That's crazy. Well, I mean, to be fair, I did see the Cody Rhodes. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I did see the Cody Rhodes in uh, like an hour and a half away from me, but still no cards. No. I have this weird feeling that we are gaining additional viewers right now by somebody who's actually making fake accounts. Yeah. I have a feeling that there's a reason. Viewers actually and what, what's, what's messed up is I can't even comment because you have to verify with a phone number. And obviously yeah. my phone number is used. Yeah, so like can't yes. use same phone guess, number, and I'm like, damn it! Guess, guess who turned that setting on? This guy. <laughs> oh, you dick! Right here. Oh, turn it off for like an hour. Nah, <laughs> nah. Well, I'd we appreciate that, Ambrosia. Thank you very much. Um, so I, I wonder if it still counted as a follow, though. 
Uh, it may or may not. I did get an email that I got a new follower from a very, like, I don't know, uh, really hard to figure out who it is. Real Talk Radio Online. <laughs> mm. I don't know who well, that, who that could be. Possibly. No idea. No idea. But that bastard took my name. My podcast. I'm going to sue. That's what I'm going to do. You do it. You do it. Yeah, press, <laughs> press Harges. <laughs> All right, so let's anyway, talk some pro wrestling. Are we excited for this week? I I am. Although I I'm, I'm going to start off with uh, let's talk about an elephant in the room. Uh, in the terms of <laughs> AEW, it's not an elephant. Um, that, that was a horse. Are you are you I'm referring bad. to uh, uh, John Moxley cutting John Cena's promo? Um. Not specifically that. I'm I'm referring to John Moxley destroying CM Punk in under three minutes. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Uh, that's. I it's one of those like I'm not I'm not even sure how to feel about it. I, it you know, it's five days later, and I'm still like, is this? I, am I upset about it or am I not? Like, it's tough because. Like there's a a large part of me that's always, you know, hey, let's let's give it time. Let's see how this is planned out. You know, obviously they've got a plan going, right? So let's let the you plan so. go. You know, all this. Yeah. But there's another part of me that's like, jeez, <laughs> you know, fucking have CM Punk of all people be destroyed in three minutes. And yeah, I get it. They played an injury angle for it. Well, there is that, yeah. Well, and I mean, the thing is, so I've heard a lot of rumors about that too, right? Oh, well, in Chicago, Moxley was supposed to win, but then Moxley was going to get booed the shit out of the place. So that's why they had switched it up and made Moxley win a week prior. But then, like, guys, you kind of already knew you were going to Chicago, like, I don't know, when you announced it, like, four months ago. So that doesn't work. Like I don't know. Like I don't know the reason. They can still do that. I mean, if they're well, that's they want. My my hope, or at least what I feel, what I feel. Moxley's hometown is there. You know, he's he's from Cleveland, right? Well, no, he's 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 got connections to Cleveland. He's listed as as Cincinnati, and and Vegas is his hometown. So Ohio. Um. Yeah, I mean, he lives in Florida. So lives in Vegas. Lives in Vegas. Really? He lives yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he lives in Vegas with Renee. Yeah, that's a that's a tough commute. But uh, I mean, you know, it's a plane. What a plane commute! I, find this. Sorry. I, I saw a link here. So my my feeling is, my gut feeling is that they're telling a storyline. CM Punk's going to come back at All Out. There's going to be a rematch of sorts. Um, and this may feature the full heel turn for CM Punk, uh, cheat to win, um, all that stuff. There's also, um, reports that there, uh, um, they're telling, or not reports, speculation, I should say, that they're telling a storyline of, uh, that bad things happen with CM Punk in Cleveland. 
right? Uh, Cleveland's yeah. where he lost, lost a championship. Uh, Cleveland's where he got injured one time, something like that. You know, all of this stuff. And so the, the story that they are theoretically telling is that this is speculation, but that they speculate they're telling is that bad things happen to him in Cleveland and that he's going to come back at All Out and he's going to try to, you know, maybe win it back or whatever. There's also like a chance that maybe he's telling or maybe they're leading to a MJF return and that they didn't want CM Punk's to be the guy that loses to MJF. Well, uh, or more specifically, CM Punk's title reign to interrupt MJF's return. And so they wanted someone else to be the one that MJF beats for the title, not CM Punk. Uh, in fact, there's even some speculation that it was going to be uh, CM Punk coming out as MJF's manager or in MJF's corner uh, and say, I, you know, I'm calling for a rematch, but it's not going to be me. It's going to be this guy and that this is going to lead to MJF. But there's there's a, a reason. I, I think this was a miscalculation by Tony Khan. Uh, I, think, I think he had good intentions for it. I think the goal is always to build up for... Uh, for the pay-per-view and everything. The, they even made a big deal about how the total viewers, uh, average viewership for um, for this episode of, of Dynamite was like 1,100 or something like that. Uh, 1.1 million, excuse me, is what I meant to say. 1.1 million, right? Above, above their thing. But here's where I think the, the the miscalculation is. You look at the quarter hour breakdown for this last week, right? So overall ratings was above one million total, right? But quarter hour, first quarter hour, live promo with Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson, all of that stuff. One point zero one million viewers. Right? That was really meh. I thought it was okay. I mean, it, it was leading up to something, but it was okay. I just, it wasn't my favorite. I, here's the, I don't like this. I don't ever like the start off the show with the 20 minute long promo. Anyway. Well, and, and the, that's a, that's a WWE that thing. Plays, I'll give it, I'll give him this, that it plays into Jericho's character, but you're really going to get in the shouting match. You call yourself a sports entertainer. No, you call yourself a wrestler. You, what? <laughs> oh, well, they, they didn't really do that. They just call yourself I don't care. sports entertainer right now. Do it right now. You call yourself. But a but anyways. But my point is, one point zero one million. So just over a million, right there. Started off hot. Over a million viewers. Right. Uh, the next corner quarter. Jay Lethal versus Dax Harwood. Uh, went through a picture and picture. Viewership dropped a little bit. Right. Uh, to one point zero four. That match was really good. It was a good match. Yeah, really good match, right? Dropped a little bit. Uh, the next one, uh, after that match happened, uh, uh, when uh, Dax Harwood was standing in the ring and uh, uh, Sanjay Dutt 
said, uh, you know, hey, I, I we had the trios match scheduled for uh, All Out, and it was going to be uh, you guys and Wardlow versus Jay Lethal, but I didn't tell you who the rest of the trio was uh, because we always assumed it was going to be Satnam Singh and, and him. Nope. They announced it was going to be Motor City Machine Guns, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew you'd get excited for that one. I was, I was like, oh. so stoked. However, the quarter hour where that got announced uh, dropped down again to almost uh, one million even. Right. Uh, that was also when Thunder Rosa announced that she's uh, injured and not going to be able to defend. We'll talk about that. I'm sure more. Uh, that's when Colton Gunn went against Billy Gunn. And then the post-match angle with the acclaimed and swerving our glory and all that stuff. Side note, I, my son actually asked me what scissor me means. And I told oh, him, you just tell him it, it's it's all about rock, paper, scissors, right? It's yeah. that you're he's calling, calling, hey, you know, you need to throw scissors next. Scissor I know. Just say it's a handshake. Because no, I don't want my kids saying that at school. I don't want them saying scissor me. No, it's about rock, paper, scissors. Just scissor me. Ah, scissor me. Nope. Uh-uh. No, I'm not doing yeah. that. I told him, In, it's grown up and you don't do it. It's it's intent. It's all about intent. Anyways, uh, but so go, going on that thing, yeah. it, that was the lowest uh, of that first hour, right? Going into the last one, the last match of, or the last segment of the first hour, right? You had Death Triangle and United Empire doing a promo. You had Kylan King versus Britt Baker with the post-match angle, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, uh, and then the Acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory promo, right? It ticked back up. 1.04, right? Uh, then we start the second hour with the John Moxley versus CM Punk match. We go up to almost 1.2 million, right? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it, it, obviously, people, people were wanting, wanting to see this match. 1.2 million people tuned in just to watch that, right? And then a three-minute match, and John Moxley just destroys him, and it's over. Here's why I say this was a, this was a misstep. The next quarter hour, Ricky Starks did a live promo. Uh, Moxley did a promo. United Empire made their entrance. Drops to 1.03. Death Triangle uh, and, and versus United Empire. Uh, for the, the third quarter, right? Dropped down to under a million. 987,000, right? And then the rest of the Death Triangle versus United Empire match and then the post-match angle with Kenny Omega and Young Bucks, 993,000, right? So the drop... We, it's only they, moving around by 25,000. That's not horrible. What? They dropped around. like... 200,000. 993, you said? From 1.2. Oh, well, yeah, from the high point, but from the start from of the show. Yeah, from the start of the show. Well, from the start of the show, it's still a, uh, still a big drop there, too. Right. I but think my that point might is, have to do... So we've talked my, about this before. I, I think that that initial drop might have something to do with the, the Superman landing... Uh, finish or superhero landing finishers or se sequences. Some of those run too long with Osprey. Yeah, I the love thing them, is, but sometimes they just run just a hair too long. My my point is, if you look at this on a graph, it is almost a straight line down from 
the CM Punk match, right? CM Punk versus people tuned in for that. And then it killed the momentum of the show, and the show just went boom, 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 down from there. And you don't think any piece of that has to do with that promo? Because that promo was garbage. The the Chris Jericho promo? No, the My Time Is Now promo by Moxley. Um, I mean, it, that might have done it, but that that was already after the fall started. The fall started as soon as the CM Punk... John Moxley match was over, right? Okay. It started and started and and it kept going. People Boy, tuned in too. That sells CM Punk's promo that he cut on mm-hmm. the prior Wednesday, though. Between before the quarter hour before it to the start of the John Moxley uh, CM Punk match, right? Saw uh, over a hundred and fifty thousand people tune in to watch that match. And then they lost all of those and more by the end of the show. And even more than that, lost all of those and more by the end of the show and had a five-star match for the main event of the show. Death Triangle versus United Empire got five stars by Meltzer. Can't blame him. That's a great match. It was a great match. We You lost more people going into that match it went down to the lowest of the night for that match. The lowest ratings of the night, the lowest viewership of the night from that. And that thing is, the CM Punk, I understand putting it on first in the second hour, right? To try to, boom, pop the, pop it up there. But you got to do something to keep it up there. And I, I really think that that finish just took the wind out of everyone's sail. People tuned in for that match. And then when they saw that, they're like, no, fuck it, I'm out. And they tuned it off. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that, though. Honestly, that finish all, you know, especially since you gave it so much hype. It wasn't just like that morning of. You gave it a week hype. Um, it's it's a bit of a WWE kind of let down finish. All the nah, they wouldn't have cut that match to three minutes. I hate saying this, but WWE would have given that match more, more respect than that, more than three minutes. I, no, I, I think so. I think WWE would have done done fairly similar. The thing is, they would have given it a smosh finish. It wouldn't have been CM Punk got injured and everything. It would it would have been you know rest stoppage because of the injury. Well, or someone ran ran in and and attacked John Moxley because they wouldn't have had an actual finish to that match. It's what I expected to be perfectly honest that there wasn't going to be an actual finish to the match. That then it was going to be announced that the match was going to restart at at All Out because we have to have a finish. We have to have a winner. Um, and so we had a winner. It just, it I, I think if you go back to last week, what's talking about it, none of us thought, none of us thought that it was going to end that way. I, we yeah, debated back and CM forth as to, as to who. I, I, I thought if there was a winner, it was going to be CM Punk. But I thought it was gonna. Right, I thought so. it was gonna end in a no, like either either a time limit draw, or uh, some sort of shenanigans. Right. I did not see three minutes and, and out. Um. But but just booking it though, because here's the deal. Well, let's let's cut to the chase here. I'm 99.99% sure that it's a kayfabe injury for CM Punk, right? Yeah, no bones are thrown. They 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 tried. Yeah, they didn't throw the axe. 
Um, th- there was another thing. The biggest thing that gave it away to me was so after he, he had the injury, right, the ref's just checking on him. John Moxley goes over and pushes the ref out of the way and uh, picks up uh, CM Punk and does the Death Rider on him, right? And then uh, picks him up again and does the Death Rider again. And I don't think if he was legitimately injured, they would have done two Death Riders there. But even more than that, then John Moxley sits him down and and holds his arm and starts doing the back of the arm, like, hit to the head thing. And then he reaches mm-hmm. over and he grabs his foot and he does an ankle lock twist on it. And that's where I was like, I'm certain this is not a real injury. If he legitimately had an injury to his ankle, they would not have allowed John Moxley. Moxley. Would have protected his ankle. Yeah. yeah, Moxley would have protected it. They they wouldn't have allowed Moxley to have done an obvious injury move to him, you know? So, uh so it's it's a kayfabe injury. It was all booked, but the, I just think that this was a, this was a, a fairly large misstep on TK's part booking it this way to have uh the viewership drop that much right uh get this way even more they lost over fifty thousand viewers in the 18 to 49 viewership right coming off that match that match popped up from 430,000 18 to 49s to 512,000 and then dropped down to 446,000 right See, so, so it still pulled people in, in in their prime demographic. Yeah, so it pulled people in and then immediately had them turning it off again. Uh, well, I mean, except for like 10,000 of them. Or 7,000 of them. 7,000 of them. <laughs> I, guys, it was, I it was a poorly booked match. It definitely was. Again, I think the promo was the worst part. Um they're gonna tell a story here, but that fucking promo just made me sick. I was just like, "Oh my god!" You and and I don't know that he knew he was saying, you know, um, that he was saying. I don't know that it was intentional that he was saying uh, John Cena's song. My time is now over and over and over and over again. May have been, might have been. I uh. I wouldn't put it past him for doing that, considering, remember, after after the show, I don't maybe you don't know, but after the show, he delivered a promo to the crowd where he thanked them for coming and watching this show uh, instead of that crap they put on on Monday and Friday nights. Um, so later on in the show, he specifically referenced the the other company. It, well, and I guess it, it would make sense that he would say that because at the end of the day, um, CM Punk said he's the second best John he's ever faced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but I just think this is such a, a such a misstep for, and maybe he'll prove us wrong, and and he's got some master plan that I'm just not seeing right now. I just at the moment I think it was a. It was a big misstep, and he's well, going to Fernando actually has a booking for that. I don't know if that's what I would do. Yeah. So, so he here's here's why I, I, I disagree with Fernando on this. Um, Stone Cold turning heel at WrestleMania against The Rock 
was the end of Stone Cold. It's, it's... That's not what this was. That's not what this match was. The one he's referencing was the year before when it was Stone Cold's career versus The Rock. When that... Stone Cold turned heel, that was the start of the downfall for Stone Cold. Yeah, that was his, another year later after what his, he's referencing. His popularity started falling and falling and falling, right? Uh, and and it kept falling until he was off. And we don't we don't need that to happen to either CM Punk um, right now. Um, the air apparent is that some people want us to. Uh... Apparently, JLB really wants to see us in Brock Panty. <laughs> I am that's, so pooped of creating fucking Twitch. That's shit. That's a, that says a lot more about you than I think you want it to say. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. So, hey, listen. Uh, so the guy's listen, a chubby chaser. Let him have it. Listen, What's listen, being JLB. featured right now, okay, on Twitch as one of the top things is two girls, one pickle, and they're fighting in bikinis. They hit... A thousand viewers, guys. I'm sure we can do better. All right. Oh yeah. no! Listen, all I'm saying, JLB, is if you really wanted to see me in my skivvies, all you had to do was ask. Just ask. That's fair. That's fair. Point. Just, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't even have a bra. On. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Feet picks, however, cost extra. Oh, there we go. That's how you get them. As do um. um human waste pictures but you can get those for free at ratemypoo.com hey. I don't know if that's still a website or not I, you, uh, I will check I have to, I, I have I, to I, assume it probably I, is yeah I don't know about that I do know WikiFeet still exists though apparently that's a big deal like I keep hearing about it from people mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't want to fucking see feet of people I'm about to sleep with I mean, what would it really change? Well, when do you honestly look at their freaking feet? Fucking feet are gross, man. Feet wow. are gross. So no, All rate feet. my poo. It depends, I guess, on how you spell poo, but ratemypoo.com is not a website. I'm sure if you use your search engine for it, you might get a response. Oh Jesus. Well, that's rate it. My poo. Who's who's the top person on WikiFeet right now? Ambrosia apparently she got offered a thousand dollars for feet picture, and you turned them down. Are you kidding me? I would, I would let. I guess I will sell my feet. Picks. I guess her feet are pretty horrible. Gross. If someone offers me a few hundred dollars, I'm sending them all the pics. Someone offers me like five bucks. I'm good here. You want some feet? Where do you want it? For I feel like 20, you have Chewbacca toes, man. I feel like you have just coming off your toes. Wow. I'll show you my foot later, okay? Gosh. <laughs> According to wikifeet.com, Jenna Ortega is their feet of the day, and Ali LaForce are their feet of the week. Feet uh, of the week. Yeah. Although, if, if you really would rather, right, you can see Leah Michelle's uh, feet or Carla Gugino's feet. Uh, because it's their birthday, you know, so they've got their galleries up. Uh, apparently, feet are an important thing for people. I, I don't get it myself, but, you know, whatever. 
I wonder, can I just add my own feet to this? Just cut it off at the pass? <laughs> you better believe I'm adding that to wiki feet. I can't. I don't know. I don't know how to add it to Wikipedia yet. I'm going to figure it out. Anyways, so that that was the big one I wanted to talk about. Cause I just think that was such a misstep for for Tony Khan. The show itself yeah, was really it was good. The Motor City Machine Guns uh, announcement was great. Although it would have been better if they'd been there in person yep. to come out. Apparently, for Rampage, they did. Uh, at least film something with. Uh, no, it was for Dark. They filmed something with Chris Sabin there. Oh, okay. Uh, but I think that was at Dark that they film in Orlando, not at. Uh, wherever the fuck they are. Not at wherever they were, Cleveland, where they were at for. Mm -hmm. Cleveland uh, Rocks. Dynamite. So, uh. But, um. But it would have been nicer if they'd have been there, right? Uh, the Death Triangle versus United Empire match was fucking fire. Um, really good. Uh, I, it would have been nice if that would have ended just a little bit earlier. So the Kenny Omega versus Young uh, and Young Bucks versus United Empire feud could have been focused on a little bit more. Uh, because they just had this kind of stare down afterwards and that was about it. But did they or no, that's next week, huh? Kenny Omega is going to fight again next week. Yes. It's going to be the, uh, semifinals Semifinals. for the trios tournament. They are, they are on the rampage side of the bracket. No, they're on the, they're on the dynamite. So that's going to be, it's going to be Kenny Omega and young bucks versus United empire. I wonder if Kenny's still going to be in that brace shirt. That, that makes me nervous that he's still wrestling in that. Um, like I said, I said this last week. I think they're telling a story. I think uh, with every week, one part of the protective gear is going to start coming off of Kenny Omega. And uh, he's going to look better and better and better. Right? I think they're telling the story of he's back from an injury. Now he's he's got to get back in ring shape. And so they specifically had him look out of shape. He wore the wore the compression shirt. He wore that uh, that L, uh, shoulder brace for the beginning of it and took that off. They even had it um, where he uh, had the 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 muscle tape on when he came out for the promo. Well, yeah, but the, I was gonna say more specifically, they had they had him struggle with the the one winged angel, angel, you know, and all of that stuff. Uh, I th- I think the storyline they're, they're telling is that he's slowly going to get back into Kenny Omega form. They didn't want him to come back from injury and just instantly be, you know, the cleaner. Um, guys, remind so, me who won the Fatal Four Way match on SmackDown? The Fatal Four Way on SmackDown. Um, for the life of me, can't Fabes? No, not ringing a bell. No, Fabes, no, in casa. (laughs) Oh man, how about the new shirt though that you sent over? Hey, the bloodline shirt. 
Oh, but it's not legit though. I wish it was legit. Oh, that's a fan like, produced. Yeah, it's not like a legit shirt. I feel like Sami Zayn's gonna be the only one who has that shirt, and he's gonna be the only one wearing it. It just seems like right down Sami Zayn's alley to do that. You know what I mean? But that would be fucking cool if they did end up releasing it. Yeah, he's right. Fernando's right. Deville and Natalia. Yep. Deville and Natalia. Nice. Yeah. Well, because Natty deserves at... oh, better. That, no, that's that. No, that's what it is. Is is um? There's speculation. Once he said that, I reminded me. There's speculation that that might not have been the original planned finish, um, but that Nikki Ash suffered an injury uh, in it. Oh, because um, as like if you watched it, there's the superplex from Dana Brooke to Nikki Ash, and then like instantly after that, instantly. Uh, Sonya Deville like slid in, and it was obvious that Nikki Ash couldn't like stand anymore. And Damn. uh, Dana Brooke slid her into the ring to cut, not Dana Brooke, Deville slid her into the ring and covered her to finish the match early. Um, I'm watching it again right now just to, but they were still supposed to win, no? Uh, well, I, I don't know. The uh, because it was a superplex onto the group of people, and immediately when they landed, Nikki Sh grabbed her leg because she was the one who got superplexed onto the group of people. She grabbed her leg, and so there's speculation that maybe it was supposed to be uh, Nikki and Dewdrop that won, but they they knew that she wasn't going to be able to con- continue on, mm, so they okay just ended it right there. Um, so who knows? Uh, but so real quickly, because we did reach 35 tonight, I'm going to go ahead and show this <laughs> somebody's feet. Yeah. No, oh my God. <laughs> no, there's, there's a, there's a, here. there's a way better way to do it. Give me a second here. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Give me a second. Show me your feet. It's going to end up on a podcast, bud. Or is it? Oh, he unsent it. <laughs> Too bad I've already downloaded it. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> you downloaded it, you sick fuck. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter whether he uh, unsent it. I already had it up on my screen, so I can already screen share it. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> right there. <laughs> hey. Sexiest foot in the game. Hey, okay. bud, you need to drink more water. You got that little line there going on from your from your uh, sock. Yeah. No, I know. Well, that's just because I feel like my uh, socks. Are you need to drink more water. You just. I don't. Drink th- is that what water. that is? No, that's yeah. not a thing. Yes. Why would that be a water. thing? Well, you notice your your scar tissue over here. It's also pushing back, and then that those two things tell me that you're you're retaining some water. Speaking of somebody who has that problem, fuck off. Listen to me. You need to drink more water. That's fair. Trying to help you more water. My age, you don't have that issue. No, fair enough. I do uh, duly noted. Duly noted. I just thought it was a hell tan thing because I always wear fucking socks. 
and uh, my feet no, never see the sun. More water. Duly noted. Maybe there you, you go. Get yourself some compression socks. You're in your 30s now. You need to grow the fuck up. Take care of your body. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair point. Currently, I'm Amazoning decompression socks. This is this is this is no not not, not decompression socks. Compression socks. And compression don't get those socks. shitty fucking diabetic ones that are loose because people swell too much. No, those don't help you. You need like athletic compression socks. I'll push the water out of your legs. Ooh. Okay. Because I know you probably don't have an adjustable bed like my old ass does. I definitely do not. Smarks likes it. I don't really like it that much. It's it's really hard to get in to get comfortable. Hey, uh, SmackDown also had uh, Baron Corbin lose to Ricochet. So I, I yeah, hope baby. God they're telling a story that the only person that Baron Corbin can beat is Roman Reigns. God, I hope that's the story they're telling. They need to quit burying his ass. He's the new Dolph Ziggler, man. Oh, fuck. Um, Sheamus, of course, is going to go on to uh, clash at the castle. Face Against off with Gunther. Gunther. I love the Gunther's like I'm gonna I'm gonna strip the flesh from your chest with my with my uh, yeah. uh here's the deal. It's in the end, uh Natalia and Sonia Deville didn't it didn't matter who won the second chance because they then uh, immediately went on to face uh, Michelle Rodriguez and uh Aaliyah. Raquel Rodriguez, yeah. Raquel Rodriguez, yeah. And Aaliyah and lost to them already. So Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah go on to the the next step on that. Are compression socks usually just high all the time? Like yes. I feel like these are yes. yeah, they go all the way up to your knees. And I can't roll them down. That's if you do, you're gonna have the, the same point. fucking problem. <laughs> That's valid. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But. You know what? I wish I could find some Tops Finest still. Yeah, those were. I gotta be honest. I think I liked the Tops Finest more than the uh, prismatic ones. Yeah, I think I think just as a whole. Anyways, um, where do we see the Sammy and the Bloodline angle going? Sammy's eventually going to turn on them at some point when he gets a title shot or something. He, he's either going to turn on them or they're going to turn on him after he fails them in some way. Right? So, like, he, he, right now he's their golden boy because he's the one who comes out and keeps helping them. Right? But then he's going to fail them in some way. He's either going to lose to someone uh, that then puts Roman in a bad position. Or he's going to come out and he's going to try to help them and he's going to cost them a match. Um, it could be even as simple as he, you know, I, I think they're going to probably try to stretch it out longer than this, but it could be as simple as this week at Clash at the Castle. He comes out to try to help Roman beat uh, uh, Drew and somehow or another costs Roman the match 
and Drew ends up with the championship. Championships still, Chips. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and and then at that point, they'll turn on him because he failed them. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that there's more of the carrying cross piece yeah. coming here. So I don't think the Sami Zayn part's going to come into play. No, nah, I, I don't think it's going to come into play just yet, but it... It might be that he stops carrying cross from coming out and destroying Drew. Um... Because he thinks that Karrion Cross is going to destroy Roman. I don't know. But, but otherwise, um, what were the other things I wanted to talk about this week? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I guess just a little, just because I'm a gamer dude, FTR is not going to be in the AEW Fightful, Fight Forever game, at least right now. Yeah. Which so, has a lot of people wondering, like, why, since they've been there since, like, May of 2020. What gives, THQ? What gives? So, I, I don't think it's a THQ thing. I gotta be honest, I think it's an AEW thing. But, I also think people are reading into it way more than they need to. Um, they announced that there's going to be a, a, a roster of 50 people in the initial roster that you can choose from. And that, potentially, there will be downloadable... DLC and all that. Yeah. DLC afterwards, right? Um, right now, I think at last count, the AEW roster was like 133. Okay. So, so FTR is by far not the only people who didn't make the cut, right? Uh, there's 80 other people that didn't make the cut. Right. right. FTR is maybe the highest profile of the ones that didn't make the cut. But they're by far not the only. And so here's the thing. Part of what making the cut on on the roster is, is you get a big roster bonus for being on. Like, that's extra money coming to you. Right. For being in the thing. And I think, frankly, Tony Khan was like, listen, I invested in this video game almost three years ago, two and a half years ago. I put in a bunch of money into this video game, right? And I need I need money coming back from this video game before I can start paying out more people. So he had to put a, a limit of 50 to start off so that when the game starts selling, he can start seeing money come back and then he can start saying, okay, here's the thing. Um, let's do some breakdowns. Let's do some DLCs on it, right? Yes, they've been in AEW for a long time now and by by all means should be in there. And reportedly they made it to scanning phase. Like they got they got scanned for for their their models, right? But again, 80 other people on the roster that didn't make the cut as well. Um and so uh I think it was just like Tony Khan was like before before I start putting a lot of these people on, let's let's do this right. Um, and so so you kind of think here like, um, who who do you not put in, right? Well, there's some easy ones like I'm not gonna put Aaron Solo in. I'm right. I'm not gonna probably put Angelico in, um, but I'm gonna put Adam Cole. 
Right. I'm going to put Andrade, probably. He's a big enough name. I'm going to put um, uh, the rest of the uh, Undisputed Elite, Bobby Fish and, and Kyle O'Reilly in. I'm, prob- I'm, I'm definitely going to put Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, right? I'm going <laughs> to probably put Brian uh, Danielson in there. Hangman, um, CM Punk. Hangman, CM Punk. You know, they were up to 10 already, uh, just in the men, right? Um, you know, you probably are going to have Wardlow in there. I mean, you got to look at these ones that are current champions. You're probably going to have to put in there, right? Swerve, Strickland, and, and Keith Lee. Current champions might be a big thing to do. Samoa Joe, you're going to want to put in there. Um, think of the people who are their biggest stars as a whole. Right, Sammy Guevara is probably going to be in there. Um, there's a good chance that almost all of the Dark Order made it in there. The current Dark Order, which would be Evil Uno, uh, Alex Reynolds, uh, John Silver, and um, Preston Vance, right? Uh, because the Dark Order are still good merch movers. And that's that's a thing you got to think about is merch movers. Uh, Penta and Ray Phoenix... Probably in there. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Big merch movers, right? Orange Cassidy's definitely in there. Big merch mover. MJF's probably in there. You know, I mean, we're up to about 20 now, right? We're almost to half of the entire roster and just the men. Fair, yeah. Right? And and we're already having to make, like, like, do you put Malachi Black in? I think you would. But then you've got to put most of the rest of the House of Black in, right? Which is Buddy Matthews and... and uh, uh, Who saw that coming? Rampage. House of Black losing. I didn't mm. see that coming at all. I kind of did. I they for the trios tournament. They're not established as a trio. They're established as a faction, but they're established individually, not as a group. You know what I mean? Boy, I, I just I didn't see that coming. Who did they lose to? Best friends. Oh, best friend. But it was uh, <laughs> what was it? There was something with it that. Give me a second, because Murphy got interrupted by some member. I don't remember who it was. Some member I don't remember. Miro, right. That's what it was. Oh, yes. oh and it was, yeah. it was it was the Dark Order. It's also telling was. a story too, though. It was the Dark Order, not Best Friends. Wow. Oh, Dark Order. Yeah. So Alex Reynolds yeah, jumps over and, and I still ten. didn't see Dark Order winning it either. It was, mm-hmm. no, oh, I I kind of figured Dark Order was going to go a long ways in the trios tournament because of the whole Hangman Page involvement. I'm going to be in your corner. I'm not going to be in it, but I'm going to be in your corner and. Uh, Four is the best trio storyline that they were doing. Um, so I kind of figured that they're going to go. In fact, what I what I kind of anticipate, and we'll see if this is true, right? But they were kind of playing it off that they were going to do Freebirds rule with uh, the Dark Order. So it was whatever four or whatever three members of the Dark Order uh, wanted to compete, compete in that match. Uh, like this one, they announced at the beginning it was going to be uh, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and a mystery partner, and then it was Preston Vance, number ten. 
Um, and I, so I think what's probably going to happen is the, the big twist that's going to be is that uh, Dark Order are going to be like, oh, we only have two people who can be in this match because Evil Uno's not here and Preston's not here or whatever. And, and now we're in the finals or whatever, right? Uh, and that Hangman's going to be, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll join you for, for this one match. Uh, against, and then, yeah. Against Kenny exactly. and the Young Bucks. Yep, exactly. Fernando just got to it right as I was about to say. Hangman's going to fill in for an injured member, and we'll see Hangman go against the Elite. Right. Exactly. So, that's uh, the story. Definitely mm-hmm. does, yeah. Um, and again, like I said, I just they have not established the House of Black as a trio. They've established them each individually as a force. Um, but as a trio, they don't it's kind of the inverse of the storyline that you talked about. The the team that that uh, is unstoppable as a team, but individually flawed. This is the opposite. Uh, the team that are almost unstoppable by themselves, but when they team up, they get in each other's road. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, they're 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 not a team. Um, they gave Ryan Nemeth a shot on Rampage. <laughs> that was a beat down. <laughs> So we got to watch CM Punk versus John Moxley again, only different mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, the difference is this was supposed to be a beatdown. Supposed to be Wardlow destroying someone. I have to, I have to say, I unironically love Ryan Nemeth, um, and more specifically, I unironically love him because he shows up on uh, being the elite uh, as Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth, and his whole gimmick is like it's him at like movie premieres, but he's not there for himself. It's his girlfriend, who is legitimately an actress who's been in movies recently. Um, and so she's at the red carpet, and he's just there, like, holding her purse and stuff <laughs> like that. Nice. Uh, but, like, uh, then going up to people and being like, yeah, so uh, so you watch you watch Rampage? We, we've got All Out coming up soon. Um yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be in the game at the start, but I, but I'm. I'll probably be downloadable content sometime. You know, <laughs> things like that. Uh, he cracks me up. Uh, Sam Guevara and Ty Mello versus Ortiz and Ruby Soho. So, so 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 this opens us up to talking about Sammy Guevara this week. Sammy Guevara. Oh, um, yes, that whole shindig, too, And right? more specifically, Eddie Kingston in regards to Sammy <laughs> Guevara. So the news reported this week that Eddie Kingston recently got done serving a suspension because he got into it with Sammy Guevara backstage. An altercation with Sammy Guevara. More has come out since then, and this is... This is Eddie Kingston being the most Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston, can Eddie Kingston. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, we had seen the start of this feud starting a month ago. Uh, Eddie Kingston made fun of Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara cut a promo on Eddie Kingston. And it went back and forth. Well, apparently a few weeks ago, Sammy Guevara cut a promo on Eddie Kingston. And he called Eddie Kingston something like a fat piece of shit. Eddie Kingston took legitimately offense to uh, Sammy Guevara calling him a fat piece of shit for a couple reasons, reportedly. A, nobody likes being called a fat piece of shit. I get facts, right? 
Especially when you are one. Especially when you are one. Um, <laughs> but but I more know than from that, experience. More than that, heck, I didn't even like being called a fat Conan O'Brien, and that's not even a piece of shit. That's it's Conan fucking O'Brien, but still, it's a um, piece of cocoa. Anyways, um, but the biggest thing is. Uh, Eddie Kingston apparently took offense with the idea. He said, listen, if you denigrate me too much, then people aren't going to to follow the match where you end up winning, right? How does it build you up if you beat a fat piece of shit? You know what I mean? Uh, you're supposed to go over in this match, apparently, um, and this buried the match. Uh, and so he popped Sammy in the jaw. And then there was a pull apart and all of this stuff. And then uh, Eddie Kingston got suspended for a few weeks and had to take some anger management courses or shit like that. Um, and the promo never aired, at least. Um, here's Again, this is Eddie Kingston working himself because it was a pre-taped promo. If he didn't like something Sammy Guevara said during the promo... It could get edited out. They can change that promo. They could re-record it later, right? Right. More than that, and Sammy Guevara has issued a statement on it. He said, when, when doing these promos, it's considered customary for you to provide your opponent a list of the things that you don't want them to touch on, right? Right. Uh, for instance, in... And he didn't say this, but it's something that's, that was pointed out. For instance, in Sammy Guevara's case, his ex-girlfriend is on the list of things. Please don't touch on this, right? Um, in connection, Christian Cage in his promo against uh, Jungle Boy. I guarantee you he cleared with Jungle Boy before he said something about his Jungle dad, Boy's whatever. dead dad, yeah. right? Um. It's, it's considered good form to clear it first, right? But sure. even more than that, it's considered good form for you to tell the person, hey, these are the things that I don't want you to say about me. And Sammy said, I told Eddie Kingston the things I didn't want him to touch on, and he didn't tell me anything. So I thought I had free reign. If he would have just told me, listen... Don't go after my appearance, you know. I wouldn't have done it, right? But I did, and then he popped me, you know. Um, Eddie Kingston has been clear this entire week. Every time someone's brought it up to him, he's been clear. He says, listen, I acted unprofessionally. I did things wrong. This isn't Sammy doing something wrong. This was me doing something wrong. And so leave Sammy alone. Uh, and, you know, just, just, I, I did the wrong Move thing. Move on. Here. Yeah. But so. Anyways. So. So this is Eddie Kingston working himself into a tizzy over nothing. Um, right. But it, it's sad because to, to get to Fernando's question, should TK still book Sammy versus Kingston? I think no now. 
And to be perfectly honest, I think no for a couple reasons. A, I think the finish of the match has been blown. So now either you change it and it's predictable because you changed it or you do the finish that you planned to do and it's predictable because you did the finish that we were told you were going to do. Either way, it doesn't feel real, right? I'm still surprised they didn't work off the heat, though. I would have still did the match, work off that heat, keep blowing it up on social media, tell both guys, like, hey, listen, y'all both messed up, y'all made amends, but trash each other on social media. Let's make this work. Let's make this shoot into a work, because clearly that's what AEW likes doing. And so I think it would have been a good uh showcasing of maybe certain people to be showing up oh i want to see if eddie kingston really does something bad to sammy Guevara, blah 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 in the ring and or whatever you know so i think in AEW fashion they like doing that putting shoots into a work and they could have easily have done this with this match as well i do also commend them because i feel like it's going to be another five-hour pay-per-view though and cutting a match I- is awesome I think the important thing you need to remember is you say that they they love doing this. Um, You have to know how many times you can go to a well, right? Um, If you go to a well too many times with this is a shoot match, you, you take the power away from the this is a shoot match. You know what I mean? Uh, What makes the MJF situation feel so real is because we know it was real. We know that it still is real in some form. And eventually, we're going to get a payoff in some form, right? But if you keep doing it, it lessens them each time you do it. Every single time you do it, it gets less and less and less, right? And... Here's the important thing. They've got the MJF thing waiting to be done. If they cheapen it now, when the MJF thing goes off, it's cheapened, right? So if they're playing the long con with the MJF thing, then they're not going to do anything else or not going to do as many of the shoot things um, because they don't want to cheapen the MJF pop. You know what I mean? Okay, I can see that, but because if you go to here's the deal, uh, we talked a little bit earlier this week about Vince Russo, and Vince Russo's biggest problem when he was running WCW was he went to the this is a shoot well too often. Every fucking week it was another shoot. (laughs) Right. This is a shoot. This is a shoot. This this is really happening. This is really. Um, I would Hulk say Hogan. it did not work for Matt versus Edge. I would say it popped some ratings, but it it really fucked up some people, man. Mm-hmm. I will say, I didn't really think about how far it is Monday from today. Johnny Gargano's back. We didn't talk yeah. about that on. on a, we didn't on really a, get a chance to no. WBU, um, so. Yeah, we was... we we mentioned it on. Uh, on the FBI. We mentioned it on Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. But our news show is Sundays. Yeah. That's right. So Johnny Wrestling. So so again, like I said on Tuesday, I, I was right that he was coming back this week. 
I was just wrong about the day and the location. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that they're doing this theory angle. Um, sounds like as of today that, that theory has a first name again. Um, that was sent to me by uh, some jackass. Um, I knew yeah. Was, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. I, I will... I will take it with a grain of salt until we see it on TV. I'm not saying that I don't believe it. But well, I mean, the, Pete the Dunn. News... Pete yeah. Dunn as the... well, right? SmackDown yeah. is already taped. He came out with his old gear. Yeah. We'll but he still but he still came out announced as Butch. Butch. Right. But no, the reason I'm I with the theory I'm I'm taking a, a grain of salt is cuz the um the report is based almost entirely on the fact that local advertisements for a show are saying Austin Theory instead of just Theory. And I want to remind you that we have a shirt on our shop.spreadshirt.com because local a local bookie. show advertised Seth Franklin Rollins. Exactly my point. <laughs> um, that local shows often don't know what the fuck they're saying. Right? First of all, uh, Local we got show. our ass chewed by an entry by one of the security guards for having Seth Franklin Rollins because we didn't know who the fuck his name was. I was like, <laughs> "You don't follow wrestling, do you?" He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "It's Seth freaking Rollins." Yeah, but that's the deal. It's, not this it's, week. It's not. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> In the end, local shows get sent, um, sent copy like six months to a year in advance. Like when they book the show, they get sent right. to think, these are the people we expect to appear. And uh, and a year ago, he was Austin Theory. Um, really? A year ago? He? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bud. Yeah. Hell, Vince McMahon didn't even know he paid him a year ago. On the Vince McMahon front, no selling of stock has occurred. No mass sale of stock. So, But we did see Vince McMahon appear in New York for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And John Cena was there. And he was with his little side chick. I feel like Not they John are going to wait. John Cena was with his wife. Vince was on with Johnny Wrestling chick. versus Champa um, feuding on the main roster. In fact, I, I feel like maybe we'll get DIY first. I think maybe we'll be reintroduced to DIY again. Well, no, yeah. but Gargano hit him, so I think we're gonna see. We're, no, no, I, not Johnny Wrestling. We're not, uh, not, uh, yeah, not some theory. We're talking about, not but here's, I, we might have. I, I think that was just to pop the crowd. Theory's got his own feud um, that's going on. I think. I gotta be honest. I think they probably. Johnny Gargano is going to fill a, a spot for a short period of time that they unfortunately couldn't finish the storyline with due to injury. And that's uh, that's the Cody Rhodes spot for a bit. He's going to so, play huh? the ultimate baby face who goes off and starts challenging uh, for the top things here. So now we're, and that's where, where that's going to go. Um, do do I see potentially a return of DIY? Maybe. Um, I think that's the smart move. 
Yeah, I think I think getting Champa away from the Miz. This isn't anything against the Miz. I think Champa's character doesn't fit the Miz. Correct. Um, I think I think I think both of them are doing the best with a not well written situation. And I, I shouldn't say both of them. I think all three of them, including Trips, are doing the best with a not well written situation. Um, I uh. Do you think it's cereal, just, it, or do you think it's? Do you think he's eating chips? I'm gonna say chips. I'm not eating anything yet. Well, then uh, your beard must be rubbing against your microphone or something. Because oh, my bad. I don't really <laughs> feel like you feel that way. I think that you're like fuck you, and I don't care if you can hear my beard on my microphone. <laughs> that isn't Anyways. me. That was me <laughs> trying to trying to mimic your sound. Um, I just it it hurts my soul to see Champa come out in neon green. It really does. It's a really it, weird color. It does not work. He's the only color that Champa should have is goldy around his waist. He's the black heart. Oh. You're not giving him the DIY era, then either are you? He might go to DIY era, but DIY he didn't wear neon green. No, um, I just I don't. I would like to see that, but I I think they're on two different tracks. I I really think Johnny Gargano is on on track to the top. Like he's going to be one of their main eventers for a while. Um. And and I don't see them doing that right now with Champa. The the angle they have him going, I don't see that at. Um, That's because his contract didn't expire. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have the ability to literally write his ticket back. Reports have it, however, that AEW did not try very hard at all to sign uh, Johnny Wrestling, and I think that's a cry and shame. I'm gonna stand behind Tony Khan with the the shame bell from Well, there fucking... was that thing that Tony Khan did send to Stefan Khan about hey, leave our wrestlers Stop. alone. We know you're talking to them. Um so maybe you know Khan we obviously he wasn't under contract Gargano anymore and obviously Khan could have talked to him, but maybe he does feel a certain way of like well, he's taking care. He's a father, taking care of his kid. Trips is back in power. I know him and Trips are really good friends. I don't think there's a point in even trying to offer him anything. Um, I I don't think that I don't think that's a thought at all. I think nope. if anything, the thought was AEW uh, Tony Khan saying we've got 133 ro- uh, people on our roster. Um, so if if I'm gonna sign Johnny Wrestling. I've got a who do I cut? And I don't or, want to cut anyone. Or right. I can't offer I have to offer this category of income. Yeah. The the simple fact is, you know, I mean, yeah, Thank he could, humble ninety six. Yeah. Humble nine he's, underscore six. He, yep. like, I I could I could cut Sunny Kiss, but that wouldn't clear up enough money. I could cut um um you know who uh, uh, Tony Nese? That's not going to clear up a ton of money. Uh, I could cut 
Peter Avalon, that's not going to clear up enough money. You know, for me to get enough enough money to sign, uh, you know, maybe I felt like he needed way more. But even more than that, even without cutting people, even if it's not even about the dollars, right? It's still about, I've got 133 people on my roster and I've got three hours of actual television time a week. Not counting AEW Dark, three hours of actual television time. You know? Yeah. And so he, maybe he just felt that hey, he was too, stu- too stuffed right now to feature Johnny Wrestling. I I personally think that's a... Uh, uh, that's why I said I'm going to be behind him with the shame bell from Game of Thrones because I think that's a dumb move. Um, especially considering as soon as you relaunch Ring of Honor officially, you're going to lose Wheeler Yuta. You're going to lose Samoa Joe. You're going to lose probably Claudio. <clears throat> unless you take those Ring of Honor belts off of them. FTR is currently... Uh, Ring of Honor champions, right? So are are you moving them over to Ring of Honor? Or are you taking the belts off of them? Uh, you know, you've got uh, a ton ton of people who are probably going to be moving to Ring of Honor. You know, Johnny Wrestling would have filled that, vo- that void really well. But you obviously decided that to them at this moment, it wasn't worth it for them to go after him hard. Um, and that's a shame. Um, to, to what JLB was talking about, he did, there, there was an all hands on deck, uh, meeting this week where Tony Khan talked to all of the, the wrestlers from AEW. He went through the new protocols that they have for, uh, conflicts and, and, um, talent relations the new people in charge and talent relations and the new uh, procedures to to go through. Um, and and then also mentioned that the uh, basically number two in charge in AEW, who's their legal counsel also. Um, oh, it looks like you guys are going to have a brown panties match. <laughs> uh, Get your thongs ready, boys. People working hard to fraud us into this. I uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> you're gonna report to your own podcast to Twitch. <laughs> There's fake followers. This is fraud too. <laughs> this is fraud. These are fake followers. We bought our own. Uh so you're saying you don't want us to give you money then? Because we'll. I didn't say that. I'm just saying this, this, this job, is fraud. <laughs> this is fraud. This is fraud. It's fraud. Fake news. <laughs> uh, in in fairness, as of right now, uh, my follower listing is not showing. It's still saying at 30, so we'll see that's if just, they end up counting. See, Ambrose is at least sending real followers. Anyways, um, but he sent sent a, a letter. Apparently, their legal counsel, their number two, sent a letter to WWE saying, "Hey, quit contacting our under contract wrestlers. That's that's contract tampering, and we will take action. Go, 
take action uh, with it because there has been reports. But do we WWE know who has, they tried to contact? Not specifically. The, the The reports have said the wrestler wanted to remain anonymous because they didn't, you know, let's be honest, they didn't want to burn bridges, right? If, if things fall apart with AEW, they still want to have a good relationship with WWE that they can go back to that, right? But uh, at the same point, they wanted their current people that they are happy working with to know, hey, just so you know, I've been contacted by the opposition. Um, I'm not going. So if you hear reports that I've been contacted by them, I'm not going, you know? Anybody mm. else feel like this has got to be Adam Cole? Um, the Adam Cole is probably a uh, top one. Although Tony Khan weeks ago mentioned he's got Adam Cole on a five-year contract. So, um, the only way Adam Cole's getting out is if Tony Khan cuts him, basically. Um, Miro is another big potential. Keith uh, Lee would be, but I don't think he'll go back. Yeah, Keith Lee's another potential. The thing with with both Miro and Keith Lee, I could totally see it being. Uh, hey man, you we got a world title waiting for you. Yeah, well, or more specifically, I could see those being. Hey man, uh, I just I want to know what your contract situation is. Oh, I signed a three year deal. Okay, cool, and that's it. You know, um, and that is not illegal to do. No, it's not illegal to ask what your contract situation is. The uh, It gets illegal when you say, well, if you ever get out of that contract, we've got an option for you. Or we'll pay your fees to get out of that contract. Mm -hmm. um, but pe people I just think would have been likely uh, contacted uh, Claudio. Cesaro would have been someone. If I were... Uh, trips back in charge of uh, now in charge of WWE Claudio would have been someone I would have really wanted like you said Adam mm -hmm. Cole is, is I don't even know there. that it was trips well it wisdom would merit it's probably not it, well here's the deal trips is head you know with talent relations that's that's his job is talent relations so now I do do I think he personally did it probably not because he's got interns other than with Adam Cole but did he direct people? Hey, contact this person. Uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. The The reason it falls on trips, though, is these are people who worked pretty exclusively with trips before. Yeah. Right. Uh, do I think potentially someone like Brian Cage got contacted? Possibly. Hmm. You know? That's an interesting uh, one. FTR very easily could have been contacted. They were people that Trips had a lot of faith in in NXT, and then they, when they went up to the main roster, they got absolutely wasted. And uh, Trips could I didn't be contacting know they were drinkers. <laughs> Trip, Trips could be contacting them, saying, "This time around, I swear it's going to be different." Um, trying trying to think of some other ones that were probably contacted. Um. Maybe Possibly even Dustin Rhodes. Rhodes. Um, I I can't say I no Dustin to it, but I doubt it. He came out very publicly after after Cody went back and said, "Don't even bother asking me. I love it here." Um, 
He's he's the more emotional of the roads. Well, the other side of it is he understands where he is in his career. Yes. Right. WWE is not going to come to him and say, hey, come back here. You're going to have a world title reign. He knows that he's past that point for WWE. Um, Apparently, he's also past that point for ROH. But, well, but that was a fun match, though. I think he understands in, in his his position in AEW is secure as I'm helping the next generation. Um, to answer Fernando's question, do do we see Jericho going back to WWE when his contract expires? Never seen ever. Chris Jericho has jumped around before. Yeah, people we can tell you won't go back. Moxley, CM Punk, those two are definitely out. Yeah. Uh, I don't ever see um, like the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega going to WWE at all. But you didn't feel that way about Cody Rhodes either. I didn't think he would go back, but I... I'm still shocked that he went back. As soon as his contract was expired, I was like, I could see him going back. But I, I just don't see... But with Jericho, again, he's le- he left WWE before and then came back. You know, yeah. Um, if if I, I the the thing with Jericho is, I don't necessarily see Triple H wanting to bring him back full time, right? When his when his AEW contract expires, Triple H would offer will probably offer him a Legends deal, make a couple appearances a year. Enjoy your retirement for the most part. Uh, that's that's it. But again, I with with Jericho, I say never say never. I think if if WCW had survived another five years, I could have seen Jericho going back to WCW. You know what I mean? He's not a person who likes to burn bridges and say never on things. Right. A person I 100% think WWE uh, contacted um, and very easily could have been the person that prompted the the letter being sent, one Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially if they think his contract is out. <laughs> Or that yeah. you know they haven't. No one's heard anything. Yeah. So the thing is, is we we know his contract isn't up because he signed through twenty twenty four. But uh, was there a his deal last, to negotiate out of his contract? Well, or and whatever? his his last promo was Tony Khan. I want you to fire me. And right. so they could have reached out to him saying, "Were you fired? Are you sitting out a no compete right now?" Inquiring minds want to know. Right. Now let's talk about it more from from the other standpoint, right? Not who do we think WWE has contacted, but if I were WWE off this AEW roster, who do I think, who would I most want? Who am I contacting? Right? Now, um, Wardlow would be high on my list. Wardlow would be really high on my list. Yeah, he'd be really no. high on my list of someone I, you know, like, I can bring this guy in, I can make him a superstar. 
Um, Sammy Guevara would be fairly high on my list. Oh, yeah. You know, Ricky Starks. Mm. I, Jungle, maybe Jungle six Boy. months ago, I wouldn't have said that, but hot Jungle diggity Boy damn. Built-in sale, and so does, so does Luchasaurus. Um, I, think, I think Jungle Boy is a, an easy, like, that's money right there. WWE is really good at promoting the uh, already semi-famous or family-famous person. Yeah, I, I would also think Hangman Page. If possibly Page, possibly Page. You know, I don't think that will be the case. I think Triple H sees that as a as a yeah. For for Fernando's question here, I tr- Triple H understands business is business, and and smashing the throne was uh, Cody Rhodes trying to uh, drum excitement over over this new company exactly. new product. If when, anything, when, I think he respects product. it. You know, it's yeah. just like Trips when he did the whole DX thing, going to WCW with the um, the the tank. You know yeah, what the, I mean? He Trips knows he's done shit like that. We got to use the air quotes around that word "tank," there, bully. It was a tank. It was a jeep with a fucking fake cannon put on it. <laughs> Fine. <coughs> Anyways, way to ruin um, my childhood. Um, yes, that was what did it, not your uncle. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> um, if, I'm sorry to your uncle if he watches this podcast. Yeah. Um, if I was WWE, uh, <laughs> I would be I would be heavily looking at uh, like the Daniel Garcia. Um, yeah, that he would be someone I would be heavily interested in. Um, I would be interested in Ethan Page potentially. Um, I feel like they already have an Ethan Page. I feel like Ethan Page hasn't been given enough shot to shine in AEW, and that's why. Um, yeah, I just feel like LA Knight and Ethan Page are. Oh uh, no, they're in my they're... opinion kind of photocopied. <coughs> Heck, no, maybe even Private no. Party, man. You know what I mean? Uh, private tag, private tag party division? potentially, yeah. Um, yeah. I I I think Johnny be... Hungy. Yeah. I would try to get Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy would, would be high up there. Johnny Hungy. Um, that, is a, that is a guy who has not been. I mean, he's been booked great and built something um, out of nothing. But oh boy, I think they'd be great with it. Um, heck, maybe even Nyla Rose. Possibly, yeah. I was just looking at the men right now, but you go down to the women, right? Um, I, I think uh, Thunder no, Rosa. They wouldn't would be even someone... try Brit. They wouldn't even try Brit. Uh, if if they were able to get Ethan Page back, I think they'd try Brit. Um, I think Thunder Rosa Adam would be Page? someone. Adam, Adam Page, Coleman. Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, too many, too many Pages and Coles and Adams. Um. I think Thunder Rosa would be someone they'd try try to get in the women's division. Um, Jade, yeah. fucking Jade Cargill would be high on their list. He, they, she yeah. might. Be, well, here's the. They already tried to get Jade Cargill. They tried to get her to NXT before she signed with AEW. Um, oh, and they had a creepy speech. You have to commit yourself to us. Well, we're your family. We're your family now. To us. She 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 was like, well, are you gonna? 
Are you are you gonna uh, you know what am I gonna do with my family while I'm while I'm there? And you're, we're your family now. And she's like, nope, nope, my family's my family. I've got, I've got... the thing with Jade Cargill though, and I, we mentioned this on the show before. Jade Cargill fucking doesn't need wrestling. Nope. She's got the dollar bills, right? She wrestles because she wants to, not because she needs to. And so you can't, you can't take advantage of that. I need right. money to get her to sign a contract, right? Right. Um, okay, so uh, Fernando thinks that Ethan Page would be a great signing, and I agree with him. I think, uh, I think, I think Da Fabe's uh, opinion on Ethan Page uh, has, is is. Is wrong. It's wrong. That's what uh, because, it's wrong. Because <laughs> e- Ethan Page has absolutely nothing, is nowhere similar to L.A. Knight or Max Dupree or uh, Eli Drake. Dupree! Um, That's your thoughts. Uh, That's they, your wrong they, thoughts. They, I apologize. They literally <laughs> wrestled against each other in Impact. I've seen them in the ring at the same time. They've got very different characters. Um. Anyways. Uh, Ethan Page would be great, but also his other one. Oh, what about Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy does not fit in WWE. As no, he doesn't. Neither no. does Darby. Neither does Darby. Yeah, Darby's another one that they might. They might try to take him. And, ready for this maybe one? they might have called Sting. Yeah, possibly. Uh, the the thing is, if they go after Darby or Orange Cassidy, it's not because they have plans to use them well in WWE. It's because, they it's because they're trying to hurt AEW, right? Um, I could see WWE contacting Ruby, trying to get her Again. back. Yep. Um. Uh, same thing with Athena. I oh, could yeah. see. I could see them trying to get her back. These are both people who had had good runs in NXT in in some ways, and then kind of got wasted on the main roster. Um, I could see them being interested in Chris Statlander, although maybe a little hesitant with her uh, second knee injury now. Injury. Um, Didn't she get a lot of injuries when she was in NXT as well, though? Chris Statlander was, Chris was never in NXT. No. no? Who am I thinking of? The one who had lots of injuries in NXT was, was uh, Tegan Knox, who Tegan is Knox. currently... Currently not wrestling anywhere uh, because uh, she doesn't she needs have a green, green card. card. Right. Yeah. So. She's got an open invite for um, sponsorship, though. For I should make a card. t-shirt that says, you know, Nixon, you want a green card? <laughs> Mary, Mary Fabe? Tegan, will you marry Fabe? <laughs> Green cards included. <laughs> and, and then in small print, not actually included. <laughs> well, I, mean, uh, I think we we touched on this. I think I think NXT or WWE would love to get Britt Baker. I think Britt Baker doesn't go unless Adam Cole also goes. And Adam Cole is, as we already mentioned, locked down for at least another three years. Um and the only way he gets out is if Tony Khan releases him in some way. And I don't think that's happening right. anytime soon. No. <laughs> no. That dude's got world title written on him. Mm-hmm. 
He's got the rocket strapped. To <laughs> and the thing is, he's got he's got the feuds built in. I mean, now no, that we've you, got. Fuckers. God bless you, my child. Thank you. Thank you. May your. May I your... acknowledge that you sneezed. Um, <laughs> acknowledge really like the sneeze. <laughs> acknowledge the uh, sneeze. Fucking now that Kenny Omega's back, we're going to have the elite versus the undisputed elite. Right? That's going to happen here in the near future. There's no way Adam Cole's leaving. He's got a rocket strapped to his back. And uh with, Brit- with a Kenny Omega feud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Britt Baker, uh I I think I I gotta be honest. I honestly feel like she's she's on her way to back to being a champion in the near future, right? Perhaps. Um, I, I hope so, not... man, because her without the title sucks. Um, I think I think she does just fine without the title. Um, but uh, I think I think what's gonna happen. Um, my prediction: Tony Storm's gonna win at All Out. She's going to be the new champion, but now they need some challengers for her. And Britt Baker is a is a perfect challenge for Tony Storm. Now that you can't do Thunder Rosa for a while. Uh, so, side note, also some backstage drama. Let's talk Thunder Rosa. Let's talk Thunder Rosa being scared shitless of fucking Jamie Hayter. She, she was gonna fuck Jamie Hader. What? <laughs> so I mean, she, Thunder Rosa she though, did. Thunder Rosa did mention though on a podcast that what you guys are hearing is a lot of bullshit. She is injured. Um, this talk of her not being liked backstage, she's saying is she's just not liked by just, three people. She hit somebody a little bit stiff, and. Thought that that person was going to come try and retaliate. Okay, again, I didn't hear about. It. I thought that's what you were referring uh, to. The whole, but no, she Thunder Rosa has has uh, stated that that's not true. Now, of course, Thunder Rosa would state that that's not true. Not true. Correct. Um. So so we have to put that to it. But all the reports I've heard is she is legitimately injured. No, I do believe um, she's legitimately injured. I'm just saying. E. 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 B C D E F G H I J K L. So, Fernando speculates Jamie Hader wins the title and then feuds with Britt Baker, and that's how she gets the title back. Um, I I don't think we're ready for the Hader versus Britt Baker. I love Jamie Hader, uh, so don't get me wrong. I think what happens instead is Tony Storm wins the title, Jamie Hader, uh, Trot wants to challenge Britt Baker steps in front and is like, I'm the leader of this group. And then we get the feud down the road of Jamie Hayter leaving the group because she's tired of playing second fiddle to Britt Baker. Uh, and maybe it can have title implications down the road, but I don't think it's based on Jamie Hayter winning the title first. I think it's, I think the feud is going to be based more on I'm stepping out of your shadow. If that makes sense. Um, they still don't have a woman's... Yes, well, they're doing... Are they doing it? They don't have a woman's title, tag team titles yet, do they? No. Nope. 
Nope. But their women's roster is um, large enough now. It may actually be larger than the WWE main roster was when Vince retired. I really want to say was fired. <laughs> You're fired. I, feel, I, I really feel like was fired was the best thing. Ew, gross. That's what you want to see? 28. Gross. 28 women on the AEW women's roster. Thanks for coming in, Hammy. I mean, he wants to see you more than than he wants to see us in a brown panties match. I think he can't hear the audio. There you go, full screen. There there you go. That's all you. Uh, 28 women on the <laughs> AEW women's roster currently. Uh, I would say that's more than WWE had when Vince was still around. Um, okay, can I get off full screen here? What the fuck? Nope. No, you're, you're, you're there for Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can't hear the audio. So, basket in, He doesn't man. know why, why we're making it so that you can see him. Watch here. He can see you or whatever. He just landed in Puerto Rico. So, uh, you know, good for him. Safe landing. Safe trip. He decided to put on some raw and order. Puerto Rico, excuse me. Okay, get me off. (laughs) No. (laughs) Apparently that's Hammy's job. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, brother. All right, so what were we talking about? Brother. Brother. There. Full screen for Hammy. <laughs> now he'll know. Did you did you get him off? No, he's still. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, well, there goes my job. Jesus Christ. So oh, um, man, apparently I got hose in different area codes. Another ludicrous. We have song. we have another we have another Jesus. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. Guys are I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him off the full screen. Oh, Guys are better God. with their hand than girls are. So I'm gonna assume I mean, that that's can not do some of the things better than than Ambrosia for JLB. Oh my what God. in the fucking fuck? Why are we talking about this? I made this. This is a wrestling podcast. This is my fault. This is your fault. I own this. Oh Jesus! That was my doing. Um, right, right now, the uh, WWE main roster women's is twenty nine. They only have one more than AEW main roster. That's even right now. That's right now. That's right. So that's including back then that there was less. That's including B Fab coming back. Um, Right and. Dakota and EO. And Dakota and EO. Right. Or I'm sorry. Up. Sky and or Kai Dakota and Sky. And yep. I know. I just prefer saying Kai and Sky. You just think it sounds like Kai and Ty. That's exactly. Oh why my I say God. It. Kai and Ty. That's totally exactly why I say it. There's no questions about oh, that. And I'm Jesus. proud of you for recognizing that. Don't make me choppy, chop chop your pee pee. Kai and Ty. What the did fuck? You know, okay. Did you know okay, that? Uh, Ambrosia, that latest. I can't imagine that because they don't fit. Oh my god. 
A two-fingered hand job. Was that better, bud? A two-pinky-fingered hand job. That's closer. That's close. He met Kayatai once, and they choppy-choppy his pee-pee-pee-pee. Mm. No, they, they went choppy-choppy-pee-pee. Where is it? <laughs> they didn't need the samurai sword. Somebody already choppy-choppy-pee-pee? They just needed the nail clippers. Nope. Oh, yeah, that also was before Trish came back, too. Trish actually would put it at 30, because she's not listed on the active roster yet. But But has she signed a multi-year deal? She has signed a deal. uh, I don't know if it's been multi-year or just, like, short-term deal. Well, like a full-time thing. uh, You're playing with full-time. She's been wrestling on house shows. Right. Um, I, uh... Still think that's not really the best deal, but you know, whatever. I'm not the one making the deal, so deal um, or no deal, take your briefcase. But, but yeah, so uh, Trish Stratus is back. That's yay. Um, so let's let's do this now. Let's actually just talk since this will be our last news show uh, before. Uh, pay-per-view weekend pay-per-view two weekend. Of the year. so let's I feel like I could order a best and uh, well I, I know I could order a okayest and potentially a best or worst pay-per-view of the year yeah. this week. I, I would anticipate Clash of the Castle is okayest uh, Worlds Collide maybe maybe uh, being a best potentially best uh, all out also might potentially be best, but there's been so, some really good ones this year. So I don't think of, we'll have a worst this year. Yeah, I don't think either of these. It's will be really tough to beat Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So <laughs> as of right now, Clash of the Castle only has five matches. Right. I anticipate we'll get at least one more this week. Do um, you think we get a pre-show match? No more Vince. I mean, no. They haven't done it recently, but done... he's correct. No Vince could mean could mean pre-show just, match. Could mean New is Day this versus. Uh, this is their first full pay-per-view. They did um, uh, the last one uh, was was a pay-per-view after Vince left, but he, like, he'd only been gone so... a week. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't change any of the storylines. This is going to be the first full pay-per-view with. Uh, so we got Roman Reigns versus trips. Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And again, that's both of them. Um, so Roman's keeping it. So I, I would anticipate Roman's keeping yeah, it. Yeah, I'll predict that Roman wins that. Um, Liv Morgan, or, or Live Morgan, if you'd prefer, versus Shayna Baszler for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Let's go, Shayna. Uh, I, th- I don't I th- know if give it's it to her. I think the storyline they're going to tell is that Liv Morgan uh, is able to squeak out of the MMA beater. Uh, And she's going to thank Riddle for her training with Matt Riddle. Um, Oh, she's training with Matt Riddle? Is that what's going on? Yep. They posted video of her training with Riddle uh, so that now she's going to know how to beat the MMA person. And in the end, because what they're... What they're eventually going to go to is Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey again 
um, where Ronda Rousey can <sighs> finally beat her and be the baddest woman on the planet, I think. Anyways, six-woman tag team match, Bianca Belair, Alexa Blitz, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Too early to give damage control a loss as a group. So. I would agree. That's going to be Bailey, Dakota Sky, and Io Sky. Dakota Kai and Io Sky. You done pulled the Bailey. Sky. Uh, yes. Yeah, I said the wrong thing. Uh, Riddle versus versus Seth Freak and Rollins. Um, match of the night. Uh, yeah, I don't how, know how it goes, but yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be the match of the night. It, it very easily could, but I, I'm... Is it no holds barred? Not even, huh? It's not mentioned nope, or anything. Nothing mentioned cer- currently, right? I... Mm. I am gonna I'm gonna reserve my match of the night uh for the fifth match prediction. Um but it's a dark horse. I'm I'm just putting my eggs in a different basket. Uh Riddle versus Seth Freakin' Rollins could go either way. I really I I feel like Seth Rollins has lost a lot recently, so giving him a win could be a big deal for now and start building him back up. But Riddle's on a hot streak. Riddle's kind of their <laughs> big baby face right now um so probably riddle and then the final match so far announced gunther versus sheamus yeah this match should be pretty fire too and i i i just feel somehow or another feel like that's gonna end up being match of the night really i don't blame you for that though either i i do i mean he's he's the one who came up with it so yeah, yeah, I, I mean, if if anyone's to blame for it, it's me because I'm the one who did that. I'm the one who made the prediction. Um, but I just I feel no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Riddle versus Seth Rollins is going to be wrong or going to be bad. I just somehow or another think that Sheamus versus Gunther is going to steal the show. I just feel like Sheamus is in the match. I'm not a big Sheamus fan wow. as a whole. But I mean, uh, did you not see the Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus match though from a few weeks back? That was fire. I just think on SmackDown. I think I think Gunther and and Sheamus. That's a good good combination. I think they're going to be there. Well, they'll be motivated in a way that most of the people aren't. They neither of them have been back to Europe for a while. Mm-hmm. So they're both yeah, they're both going to be pumped. And for that reason, I may agree with you, but I'm not going to yet. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, that's only five matches, and so I think there's, we're going to get at least another match, if not two matches, added to that. Um, Fernando speculates Johnny Gargano versus, or Gargano, I should say, versus Austin Theory added to Clash of the Castle. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. I just don't think that's the, I don't think that's the feud they're going with for Theory. I just don't. I don't see Gargano um, in it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I could see Gargano interrupting a theory match um gargano needs to have a win and they have to keep theory hot mm-hmm. i just think they're setting gargano up to be main event 
and theory right now is not so um says Shayna should win the championship and give Shayna versus Ronda it's a better story yes that I yes I would agree yes. I just don't think they're gonna take it off live this early number one and number two right now the story that they're telling is Shayna and Ronda is is that Ronda is affecting Shayna and making Shayna darker, <laughs> right? And and so that a story will I think eventually happen, but right now the story is Ronda saying, well, "Listen, I I made you a killer again. You know, you used to be a killer, and then you started being a lapdog, and now I've made you a killer." And so I think it's more them being on the same side rather than opposite side. Eventually, there's going to be a versus. I just don't think it's happened yet. Uh, damage control has to win gold if they're going to be the main women faction. I agree. Um, although, I don't think they necessarily have to win. We've talked a lot on this show about how you don't have to be champion to be a main event character, right? It all depends on how you book the character. For instance, uh, the worst thing they ever did to The Fiend was make him champion, make him be right. driven by a championship. He really should have been entirely driven by chaos and disorder and fear. You know? Disorder, disorder. Um, damage control, however, I can see being more championship driven. Um, the the question is, you know, what championship do you do you put them after? The Raw Women's Championship, the Tag Team Championships, um, and that's where I'm trying. Uh, and then he said Riddle versus Seth match of the night. He he agrees with you guys. I told you it's a dark horse. My choice. I just I just have this weird feeling. I would say this does not happen as it failed miserably in the past. Yeah. Dro dropping the money in the... Well, yeah, so here's the deal. The only way dropping the money in the bank... Brief, excuse me. Briefcase works long run is if you make it into the rules of the money in the bank, right? For instance, uh, with with New Japan, they've got a a uh, thing similar to a Money in the Bank, right? Where if you uh, you win this tournament, you then get a shot at the champion at Wrestle Kingdom, but you have to defend that at least once before then, right? Oh, that's an interesting rule. Um, so so uh, effectively, they would have had to have made the rule, hey, you now have the Money in the Bank briefcase, but... You have to put it up in a match at least once before you can turn it in. Uh, then, then it can work. But right now, the the only reason the money in the bank gets put into a match is if Theory says, "I'm going to put my money in the bank briefcase up against you." And Theory's character isn't supposed to be that stupid, you know? Right. And so. Uh, the only other way is if you do, like, The Miz stealing it from uh, fucking Otis. And, <laughs> and that ruined Otis and didn't help The Miz in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so Just gave him another title. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it gave, but I mean, it gave him a title as a transition. Yeah, like you know, really fast transition with that. Yeah, like a week. You know, um, and and that's the deal. Is it all? Did that, but in the end, it again, it didn't help him long term. It didn't help him. Like I guess he can now say, you know, I, I cashed in the money in the bank and and won the championship. Really? Where? What happened to that? Anyway. Uh, and then uh, Fernando says that the tag title should be won by damage control. That's probably the best case scenario there. Yes. Um, moving on to World's Clyde, only two matches currently scheduled for World's Clyde. And that's Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate for the unified NXT championship. Braun Breaker, of course, the current NXT champion. Tyler Bate, the NXT UK champion, I guess, through the tournament that they were supposed to be holding over weeks, anyways. Um, <laughs> and then, um, I, I, I don't see them taking the championship off Braun Breaker. There, uh, he's got the rocket strapped to him, so I think he becomes the unified champion. And then Mandy unless Rose he gets pushed to the main roster, and they give it to Tyler. Bates. Un- unless, but I think more than likely they make him the unified champion, and then they go into Survivor Series with. NXT champion Braun Breaker versus uh, unified WWE Universal champion. You know what I mean? Mm. Undisputed. Um, which would be a big rocket strap. Even if he loses, uh, you make that a, a killer match and it's a big deal. Anyways. And then Mandy Rose versus Mako Satamora versus Blair Davenport. Triple threat to unify the NXT Women's Championship. Of course, Mandy Rose is the current NXT champion, and Mako Satomura, the NXT UK champion. And then Blair Davenport uh, there for reasons. She was the number one contender. Yeah, there's a like there's a story there, but I mean, it's very, eh. There's a story there, but is there not a number one contender for the NXT champion? Not at the time. There wasn't, no. There's always a number one contender. <laughs> They hadn't named a number one contender. So this should be a fatal four-way. That's my point. Anyways, uh, fun fact, Mako Satomura, how long has she been uh, relevant in wrestling? Oh, I don't know. Uh, In 1997, she wrestled in WCW as a... uh, Boy, she didn't look that old. Yeah. I think it was 97. Let me see if I can find the picture here. So, Mako was there to see WCW. WCW. (laughs) But she was probably also there to see the N-W-O. Yeah, so... Uh, 1996, Mako Satomura started appearing in World Championship Wrestling through the Gaia Japan's working relationship with WCW. Uh, she debuted in Gaia Japan in 1995. She is 42 years old. Wow. Nice. What do you mean, wow, nice? I mean, 42 is not that old, fuckhead. Yeah, forty. No, I wasn't saying that it was old fucktarts. Two years younger than me, fuckhead. 
Yeah, but you old. Fuckity fuckface. Um, <laughs> fuckity fuckface. Can't fight. Um, that's this one's tough to choose, but I just I think Mandy Rose is on such a run in NXT that you keep it on NXT, on Mandy Rose. Um. It's tough, though. I mean, it could go to. I mean, this could be a great way to to rocket strap Blair Davenport, have her win it off of them, and then we you already know B Priestley was good in AE Dubs. So, yeah, I lo- I loved her in AE Dubs. So, uh, um, I it 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 would be great. Blair Blair Davenport pins Mako Satomura and becomes the unified champion, and then you've got a built in feud. Mandy Rose saying you didn't beat me. Right. So, and then uh, all out. All out is probably the one that's maybe fleshed out the most. Um, if only because AEW, with their three month turnaround on major pay per views they build the storylines a little bit longer term. So there's going to be uh, the final for the trios championship, which we're going to find out who that is uh, by the end of this week. The semifinals are United Empire versus the Elite and Dark Order versus Best Friends. Um, I anticipate it's going to be Dark Order versus... uh, United Empire? Well, who's left? It's Dark Order, United Empire. Yeah, but isn't the... Uh... Yeah, United Empire versus the Elite and Dark Order versus Best Friends. Clear out your ears. I, I already said I, this. I, I, I think it's... I think it's yeah, uh, but I think it's the Elite. The elite. Yeah. I, 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 I have a reason for saying United Empire, and that is um, uh, Adam Cole Bay Bay. You think I think he interrupts this match. I think he costs Kenny Omega and the Young and more specifically him and the rest of the undisputed elite cost Kenny Omega and Young Bucks the match. Attack something like that. That's a hot uh, take there. That's that's just a, a speculation, but yes. Um Best Friends versus Dark Order is a little tougher, but I just think this whole trio's tournament to me Seems like it was designed to to build up the Dark Order again. So I think undisputed, or excuse me, United Empire versus Dark Order in the finals, um, and then uh, Dark Order winning it. Um, now they could tell the opposite story we mentioned earlier: the Elite beating United Empire, and then Dark Order versus the Elite, and have. <clears throat> one of the members of Dark Order not able to to make it, and Hangman Page has to fill in, and then it's Hangman Page and the Dark Order versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. That also could happen, but I don't know. Anyways, you have Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns in a six-man tag match. <clears throat> I can't help but think that this is going to set up potentially Wardlow and FTR challenging for the trios turn uh, the trios championship afterwards. That would so be interesting. 
the way I, I think there. Um, but I don't know. There's another one up in the air for me. Uh, Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida could literally go any way. You know, I I think Tony Storm's the winner. But I, I that's just me picking based on, I don't know. You're a mark. Well, and I can't blame you. Tony Storm's earned it. Like, well, the thing is, yeah, he, sure. here's why I think Tony Storm's winning. I think the original plan was for Tony Storm to beat Thunder Rosa. Um, yeah, and now with Thunder Which Rosa, created not the being whole in thing of oh, she didn't want to lose it. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, 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 that's right? the, so so uh, that's at least the storyline, but uh, or at least what they're trying to say. I, again, she's said that isn't the case, but so I I think the plan was for Tony Storm to win. And that's why I think Tony Storm continues to win. But here's the deal. You, you know, there are four people in this match, and it's a 50-50 chance as to whether or not we have a, a two-time champion or a inaugural champion. You know what I mean? Uh, Tony Storm or Jamie Hayter wins, and they're a first-time champion. But Britt Baker or Hikaru Shida win, and we've got our first two-time women's champion. Uh, Either way. It, it could go any way. Uh, I I would say if I were to to tier list it as to you know first second third fourth choice for winning I'd say Tony Storm number one, uh, Britt Baker number two, Hikaru Shida number three, and Jamie Hader number four. Uh, I think Jamie Hader is probably the darkest horse out of this group, but that's just barely. That's it's much, and that's only because I think Hikaru Shida, being a former world champion, gets gets a slight edge, and that's it. Right. I don't know. Uh, Fernando thinks that the elite's gonna win the trios titles. You know, I, I just I feel like they're using this to set up another group, but I don't know. Um. They're going to have a casino ladder match, but we haven't got the uh, participants in. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who the uh, Joker is for it. So, uh, it's always an interesting you know, um, thing to find out, but really has only been an effective hype a couple times. It's just been, oh, well, yeah. okay. That's, you know, it's... it's in AEW's history, it's been kind of the most inconsistent thing. It brings a pop in, and you go, yeah, cool, and then they never do anything. So, um, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. We've got the American Dragon versus the Lionheart Chris Jericho. This, I mean, should be fire, but I feel like I haven't been a fan of Jericho's matches as of late. But I, Daniel Bryan can make anyone look fucking fantastic. So, yeah. Um, that's my thing is, I mean, Brian Brian Danielson can can bring people up. I just i I just don't know if Chris Jericho has that match in him anymore. And this is not me trying to knock on Chris Jericho. He's still the goat. Right? right, but he's also getting up there, and he's beat his body to fuck over years. Right. You know what I mean? 
And uh, I just don't know if he's got the ability to go to the level Brian Danielson needs him to. Um, well, I mean, how old is Kenny Omega? Kenny Omega is a lot f- younger than Jericho. Because, I mean, if you yes. look at Kenny Omega, yeah. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega is 38 years old. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so Chris Jericho is, is 51. But this is Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Danielson's 36. Daniel Bryan's 36? Uh, I don't know who Daniel Bryan I is, guess. Brian Danielson. I, I'm going to look it up just to make sure, but I was thinking 30. No, he's 41. Anybody so else catch there. Brian Danielson accidentally call himself Daniel Bryan? This week? Oh, whatever. Same difference. Oh, who said that? Daniel Bryan said it? Yes. yes. Brian Danielson said Daniel Bryan. Um, no, I didn't. And, then, and corrected himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that could go either way. I think Brian Danielson wins, but I with the storyline that they're telling with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, I, I could see him winning through sports entertainment means. Uh, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed for the AEW tag titles. Um, I would say it's The Acclaimed's turn to shine. But I don't think it's time to pull the belt off Swerve in Our Glory yet. And Mm. I think there's still story to be told with the uh, ass boys. Yeah. So I think they're going to cost the acclaim the titles possibly even through their dad you know there's the the uh conversation to be had is the ass boys turning on billy ass a swerve or is it part of their plan well that's my point was this all a a uh a swerve to get the acclaim to trust billy ass again to cost him this championship. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. That's a Jungle Boy That's win. a Jungle Boy win. I, yeah, it has to be. But man, uh, they built that story up amazingly well. It, the unfortunate part is it just doesn't stick for longer than this pay-per-view. Right. So, um, otherwise I would say, you know, this can be a Christian win. I just, I don't think it sticks after this pay-per-view. And Smarks might disagree with me on that. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think, I and, and I say this was booked amazingly well, but at the end of the day, I also maybe feel the last two weeks has been kind of stale. With, just, I think it needs to end at this juncture. It just is, needs to, yeah, there or else it's overkill. I, I, I think... I think this is where Jungle Boy gets the win and puts this behind him. Christian Cage can go off to feud with someone else. Jungle Boy can move on to the next step in his rise to main event. Um, That's what I think on this. Uh, The only way it continues, though, um, would be a Luchasaurus turn uh, where they tell the storyline that well, more specifically that Luchasaurus was only pretending to be on Jungle Boy's side just to lure them into this. Um, I don't think that's the best storyline to tell. 
But no, I don't either. I, do I think? Do I think that that a Jungle Boy turn is a smart move at some point? Yeah, I think. Awesome. I even think, and I know people disagree with me, but I think that the better move is a Jungle Boy turn as a heel. I mean, his promo a few weeks back was, or last week, was pretty fire when he got to swear a little. Uh, I think Jungle Boy as a heel might, I keep saying this every week and I feel bad for it, but getting that Bailey's treatment, you know what I mean? Jungle Boy hasn't really gotten anywhere. He's phenomenal in the ring, but as a character, he's stale. Take away his um, curly hair and no one recognizes him. You know what I mean? No one cares. Or his music, no one will care about him. So I which think is, him which I think is why you can't turn him heel. Because at least not right now. Because you turn him heel, his music goes away. Uh because that's that's total babyface music. Oh yeah. Whoa, for sure. whoa, 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 That's that's sing along babyface music that goes away if he's heel. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, no, I I think I think Jungle Boy stays face for a lot longer. Um, I think I think it's time, however, for him to maybe move away from the Jungle Boy gimmick. I get it. He he want he originally wanted to not get famous off of his famous dad, right? Um, but let's be honest, his gimmick. He might be called Jungle Boy, but his gimmick isn't as a Jungle Boy anymore. Right. He's wearing t-shirt and leather jacket and jeans when he's coming out, right? Damn. We might make it to 50 tonight. Yeah, fucking fraud, but you know. <laughs> no, no, there was at least like five of them that were legit. Yeah, and and at least five of them that were not. So <laughs> Hey, bud. I know whose bank account that the initial income goes into, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, <laughs> "Fuck you!" You're gonna do the brown panties match if you fucking get there. Dude, how, you're you're cutting me off here, man. You're exposing <laughs> the business. Half of the fun is I have to pretend like I don't want to do it, so they all like go. Oh, okay. Ape shit, you're fucking you're fucking me. So I'm we do saying, have some guys. comments that we want to go through here. We want to go through these comments real yes. quick. Um, we don't have to talk about the stuff that's about that, but um, Fernando, we're talking about the six man tag yep. stealing the show. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Oh, that Motor City Machine Guns are fucking show. fire. And FTR. Um, I like this for the Joker. I really yes. do. I, th- I think that's a good. Here's the other. I, th- I think that's as good a spot as any, except uh, what I said earlier about uh, potentially. CM Punk bringing him out as his replacement, saying, "Listen, how I many, want my rematch." But it's yeah. not how many be participants me do we have listed so 21. far? Do we have all of them? No, no, I know there's twenty. There's not none officially uh, announced, as far as I know. They just announced it's coming back. So, I, I really like the idea of. Actually, what I really like is somebody else comes out and MJF fucking attacks him. Yeah, that's I, I can see I, that. I really like that idea. And steals but this is for all out. Spot. For all out, yes. Yeah, but it, not it's during probably, the pre-show. This will not happen. They for put it on the kickoff show. Uh, that's a, 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 if it's, it's on the kickoff show, show it if it's on the kickoff MJF. show, it's not going to be MJF. If it's on the main card, 
It'll be. It, it could it be. Could be MJF. Yes. Yes. Um, so. I just, like I said, I think, I think they're they're gonna shotgun MJF into the title picture, uh, if he comes back, and uh, while winning the uh, casino ladder match, I think gets you a shot. I think the better way yeah. is is some sort of team up with CM Punk, a full heel turn for CM Punk and bringing out MJF sort of thing. Uh, but as of right now, we don't have any participants announced for the match. Um, it's surprising. It's next week. But I mean, you know, I guess they could just announce everything on Dynamite this Wednesday. Yeah. So. They could, or they could not announce and, you know, just go... Just have it be all surprises, you know. Uh, Appreciate Grendel's trying to uh, troll the podcast that he's fucking sitting here listening to right now. <laughs> he's a good guy, though. He's a good guy, though. He, he just doesn't watch wrestling. Fucking trolling us. Um, he also no, no, it's Ambrosius. I Fuck get it. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking bad on him. I'm just. Hey, if if people are tuned in. And we're what makes them fall asleep because of our calming, happy, delicious, delectable voices. And and we say things like, yes, 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 yes. Oh, fuck. By the way, Grundles also oh, does fuck. have a very, very radio voice. It's very spot on. You so might be better than all Yes. If that's what puts him to sleep, I am more than happy to do it, buddy. If you get us <laughs> to the numbers, that's what we want. Um, Jericho's not the same anymore, Fernando. We wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, again, fucking Grundles, man. Just fucking fall asleep. <laughs> man. I'm just fucking giving it to you. Here you go. Uh, I'm laundry and a dryer. Stole that from Dane Cook, just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> Luchasaurus is going to turn on Jungle Boy is what his thoughts are. I actually still think it's going to be Jungle Boy turning on Luchasaurus. Yeah, I think that's the story to tell. I, I think that's anything. the better move. I, I think that's uh, the better story, uh, but I'm I'm going to point out one of the things that, that Fernando said there. He says, uh, Luchasaurus has never laid his hand on Cage since since he turned on Cage, on Christian Cage, right? Um He's come back to to Jungle Boy's side, but he's never attacked and laid a hand on Christian, right? Uh, sure. And that's why I think this is this was all a setup where now during this match, Luchasaurus is gonna reveal that he never turned on Christian Cage in the first place. That this was all a plan. Yeah. Uh, I don't Which... like the angle. It's not my favorite way to do it, but that's what I just kind of felt like is what's going on. Um, and I just so you know, if this was regarding me, I wasn't frozen. I was busy playing a game because I was tired of hearing the same stu- subject for like fifteen minutes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, to to answer something for for uh, uh, Ambrosia, uh, if you're referring to DFA being frozen, his thing does this sometimes where he just freezes. Yeah, up I live in the you. middle of fucking nowhere, and that's just yeah. part of my life. Sucks. And so he'll freeze for a bit, and then someday, sometime he'll all of a sudden come back and move for a bit. He just wants to be Sub Zero. That's. I wish I was on glass, man. I got this fucking super expensive fucking satellite outside from mm-hmm. from Elon, Elon, and I thought it would be better than it is, and it's not. 
Here's the, I, uh, it, in some ways, it's better than what you had before. Sure. But, sure. You know. Yeah, I can. I, I don't. I don't have the JLB background as my actual screen now. So, you know, they can actually see my face clearly. Um, <laughs> Luchasaurus looked like he was on the brink of turning on him the other day. I also thought that too. I thought Luchasaurus looked like he was ready to, and and with Jungle Boy having his back to him, I was actually nervous about it. Um, right. I really, I was like, oh my god, is this where it happens? Is this fucking where it happens? And it didn't. So, and then uh, I like this. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. The more I hear it, I, I keep liking it. So, um, I really like it with CM Punk as the as the uh, TNT champion, and MJF as the world champion. Just fucking. That would be a powerful. Just call, just call yourselves the pipe bombers or something. Fucking I don't the hype bombers. I mean, please a better name in AW if randomly you are listening to this. Not the pipe bombers. Yeah, you know, they don't have to have a name to start off with. Yeah. The name can come organically. Two-man power trip 2.0. <laughs> Just call themselves 2.0. 2.0. Oh, wait, that already exists. Um no, they no, are doesn't. the no. more sports entertainer. Entertainer. <laughs> He really did the overly Italian, obnoxious thing to an extra level. I felt like it wasn't that thick and crazy. Oh, that sounds wrong. It wasn't his accent wasn't that thick and crazy. Oh, like I'll give you two months ago. crazy, buddy. You just wait for this bra and panties match on. Oh my well, God. in the future, because we'll find out Wednesday night if it's going to happen. Thursday morning, technically. I have a feeling I might get woke up by a text message. <laughs> a you guys also message. have to film yourself going bra and panty Fuck. shopping. <laughs> I would do that. I'd, I'd film myself bra and panty shopping. <laughs> bra shopping. Again, technically my panties are still my boxer briefs, so I'm okay with that. Oh, boo. <laughs> and I just happened to wear full length or booty shorts. leggings. What about booty shorts? <laughs> Ooh, we can get the booty man as our guest ref- guest referee. Fuck so, no. So he can take a bump from Smarks. Just wanna you just wanna bitch slap fucking Ed Leslie just for fucking being there. Oh gee golly. Well guys, uh we've talked a lot of wrestling. There's a whole bunch this weekend. Are we are we I mean we're, we're fucking done powers. Yeah, give me one second because uh we had a couple more matches. Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Jesus Christ. Nine matches so far announced That's Ricky for Starks. All. That's Ricky Starks, I think. This is where you I think it's I they're really pushing powerhouse Hobbs. I don't know. That's it tough. Might, but... It might not be Ricky Starks. I just feel yeah. like it probably is. I, I Ricky Starks is a star one way or another. So um yeah. Jade Cargill versus Athena for the TBS championship. Just, uh, Jade Cargill's up to uh, like forty and oh or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Athena's the one. You, yeah, I I don't think I don't think Athena's the one you you break the streak with. Um, who who it is? I'm not sure yet, but I don't think it's Athena. I think it might have been planned on it was going to be Chris Statlander. Uh, 
But with her out injured, I just don't know if you do it yet with Athena. Anyways. Uh, But yeah, we talked a lot of wrestling. Two and a half hours of this. Um, Apparently, Ambrosia's not asleep yet. Uh, (laughs) I think Grundles is. That's good, though. We got someone. Grundles might be. Uh, Ambrosia, I guess. Sorry. Sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Sorry. Maybe next time. uh, yeah, oh, oh, geez, oh, yeah. Hey, has the uh, Brazilian came back? Uh... uh, not not recently, but uh, we are we told him we weren't the best way for him to learn English. It's valid. valid. Yeah, we we don't speak English Facts. good, none. We don't here. speak Canadiano or Americano. But anyway, side note: I do want to tell JLB, and I'm just going to ask a question. Have you watched the Game of Thrones new show, the the House of the Dragon? Uh, of the Dragon. No, I am. I am not. Uh, despite with my nerdy glasses on, no, I am not a Game of Thrones or House of the Dragons fan. I I hated Game of Thrones. I watched really? House of the Dragon this morning. Okay, and uh, I will be I will be tuning in weekly to watch that show. It was Interesting. Fantastic. And are you into the whole? Nope, like, I don't like not- dragons. I don't like dragons or fucking. Well, not dragons, but like old school take over this. Uh, I I was big on I was big on uh, uh, Yellowstone, which is still going. Um, I am finding a way to watch 1883, which is part of that Yellowstone. So heard that was the, good. Yep. Some of the western type stuff I'm okay with. Um, I, I've no, but I mean, really are you been... into that old school like kingdom takeover, no. take control? Uh, really, no, that's you do not like my thing. This thing just fucking kicked off great. You know, I was watching a dude get his nuts cut off first, and then uh, somebody get their hand cut off. And I uh, this uh, appreciates the gore. Part of the thing for Game of Thrones was it was too sexual for me, way too sexual, and and I like me some sex, but. <laughs> You know, one or two rape scenes into it, and you're like, I'm not watching this fucking shit anymore. <laughs> so, Let's I just figured if you had, we'd do a we'd do an after hours real quick. Snap! I have not. We can still do one if you'd like, uh, but it won't be. Right, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll I'll give some spoilers on an after hours. Go oh, ahead. Smart enough. <laughs> hey, cool enough. I've been rewatching uh, Doctor Who, so. Uh... I would gladly do an after hours with you on Doctor Who and you could just give lessons and I would pretend to be interested like like our fans would be. So uh, yeah, at some point maybe. I I would love. I would love to do a watch along with Doctor Who. Experienced versus noob of one of you two um to get you into, but that's another podcast for another day. Yes. Uh, but no, I'm I'm I would I'd be down. Just tell me what season you want me to watch. Uh, what season you, you like watch me to start on? So you guys got to plan it together. Yeah, we'd watch it along together. I wonder, can you? I, oh, HBO you Max has images? the ability to. What was that? Because <laughs> you're like, <clears throat> no, I was, <laughs> no, I was saying <laughs> HBO Max has the ability to do like the watch along right in in the thing where you can share the. Share the episode with someone. I just Wait, don't Doctor know. Doctor Who's on HBO Max? Yes. God, that's my best fucking investment. 
HBO that Max Amazon is, and Prime Video. Fucking Netflix is a waste of fucking H- HBO Max is so <laughs> fucking good, and it makes me so angry that the reports are that Discovery is fucking nerfing it. I gotta check where Doctor Who is in Canada. Um, but my the the reason I was I was saying that is it, it's on HBO Max. HBO Max has the watch along function where you can just share the episode with someone straight oh, through the app. It's, yeah, but keep in mind I'm Crave, huh? It's but not it, uh, HBO Max. Well, a Crave is Hulu. That's different altogether. Anyways, um, but but my point is I didn't know if it works over over to Canada, right? Uh, right. The, the, Fernando's hitting the one. That I was about to say. I'll watch the Game of Thrones House of the Dragon eventually. Um, partially because of Matt Smith. I'm going to grab the right one. Is there 13 seasons of Doctor Who? Uh, currently, yes. Okay, then I found it. For me, it's on Crave. On Crave. Okay. Um, but, uh, but so, um, but I don't know. Because like I say, right through the HBO Max, I, I can press share with and then... It, it, Send it to someone where it'll play it at the same time, and then if we pause it, it pauses for both. Yada yada yada. Right. Right. Like Disney um, has. Disney Plus has. Like Disney Plus has. They have that through right. HBO Max, but I don't know if it works over into Canada, you know, or if it's just here in the states, sort of thing. Anyway, fair. But we'll check it out. We'll check it out. We'll, we'll, we will have to do this. So, um, but no, rings. what I was saying is that ring the power of the rings or rings of power. I I can't remember how it's worded. That is the uh, Lord of the Rings prequel trilogy, and uh, that is the one. It comes on uh, Prime starting this coming week. Yeah, and that's the Sunday. one that I will probably watch. Um, I I will eventually watch House of the Dragon, but I'll probably wait and, and binge the whole season at once. Once it's all out and, and done. Uh, whereas the the Rings of Power, I may watch as it comes The Rings out. of Power. I fell into, into the, the burning Rings of Power. So what, what's the foundations of Rings of Power? Power of the Rings. It's it's the prequel to Lord of the Rings. So it's, it's going to be about the formation of the rings oh okay when they're forged which is kind of when they're forged and and the the earlier days of that uh so it's gonna have elves my precious uh, it's that's, it's that's actually the voice justin uses when he makes his fo sounds yeah. oh <laughs> my precious i mean at least he's not doing exterminate that's a doctor who reference Boom. Anyway, yes, yes. off the rails, which means it's yep. time to start in the after yes. hours and uh, oh. close out the podcast. Yeah, we are going to go ahead and close this podcast out. I have a podcast to edit and upload and all that stuff. And you guys have an after hours to talk about. So, um, But on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Oh, I got to answer this for Fernando real quick. Do you think the Warner shakeup someday can affect AEW programming in the future? I, I don't, absolutely will. I, I don't think well, it can. They've already I think mentioned. However, they've mentioned they want less swearing. So, uh, Nope. That report has been refuted uh, by multiple sources that said that that was not a, that was not a um, Warner thing. That was a Tony Khan thing. And it was specifically he he just worded it that said, "Listen, um, we have to be on our best behavior in the future. We we have to start being a little bit more 
um, intent with our things where we, we just can't go off the rails and cuss all the time. We have to have intent behind things. He didn't say you couldn't cuss. He just said it, it, it had to be more purposeful. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. And so, but that also was not a Warner thing. However, um, what I'm going to say here is I, I don't think it can someday affect AEW. I think it will. But how it affects is potentially the opposite of what some people say. Discovery is big on reality shows. It's big on non-scripted shows, right? Right. Uh, that's why it cut, like, the Batgirl movie um, and a bunch of the other stuff because it's not big on investing a lot of money in fully scripted, uh, high-budget shows. It would prefer to put that money into reality shows. More content. Uh more content and specifically I, I use the phrase reality because unscripted sort of thing. Here's the deal is AEW technically falls in the unscripted category. Um so that's apparently and, how we watch it. And that's why I think that uh I think um with with AEW, I think this the Discovery merger could potentially be actually good for AEW because it falls more into the category of what the Discovery HBO Max deal is is about. It is unscripted. I'm using the the air quotes, even though we fully know it's scripted. It's not like heavily scripted. It doesn't require a huge budget. Uh, it doesn't have huge superstars and all of this stuff. Um, uh, and huge special effects and everything. So I think this could potentially be really good for AEW in the long run. However, there is going to be some growing pains for a bit. As the new people in charge of Warner uh, come to terms with and decide exactly how they want AEW to present their product. Already, though, the partnerships with AEW for House of the Dragon... Uh, and uh, Shark Week were, right. have been seen internally by Discovery as very successful. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so yeah. There you go. Anyways. Uh, but, yes, Ambrosia putting up our links there. All down in the doobly-doos there. Uh, there's the link tree that she put up there. Um, so you can follow us there. We're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit here. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Um, uh, any place you want to, Facebook. Uh, we still recommend Twitch most of all, though. And and if if you need help falling asleep, still we're going to do an after hours. And we need our viewership to stay above <laughs> a certain amount. So. Um, We'll but. talk in deep voices. Sorry, JLB. I know you don't have one, but how dare you? My voice can go very deep. But... Puberty hasn't hit him yet. Yeah. But yeah, make sure to like, you share, sound like Ambrosia. <laughs> share the podcast. Share this stream link with all of your friends on your social medias and stuff. Get them to come uh, and stuff. And listen. You can follow me on all of the social medias at raw and order wbu just like it shows right down 
there. Um, or on Facebook at Piss Ant Podcast, because Facebook is weird, right? Uh, you can follow D.A. Fabe at... At D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. I'm sure he's yeah, pointing to it, but we Twitter can't see only. it. Because he's frozen. <laughs> I'm frozen? Oh. Yeah, you've been frozen for a bit. It's okay. That's and right. you can follow JLB at... JLB420 on Twitch. Uh, not on Twitch, on Twitter. On Twitch, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. Uh, anchor.fm slash RTR. And stay tuned for an After Hours with me and Fabe, where we're going to discuss stuff. And things. You Thanks. can also uh, support us by going to ronorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. It's in the link tree uh, that Ambrosia shared. Uh, that's where you can get cool merch like the Pissant Podcast, uh, the Sasha Bear, um, the Seth Franklin Rollins shirt, the autograph shirt like I have behind me here, um, and a whole variety of other stuff there. So head on over there. You can follow us on support us on Patreon, just three bucks a month, <laughs> and uh, uh, that's where our archives are. Yep, so. where our archives are gonna be and all that stuff. So do it there. And uh, otherwise, just like and share and subscribe. But we are gonna go ahead and close the book. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Ciao. Ciao.